Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He began his career with the Yankees in 1982, playing for them his entire career before retiring in 1995. Mattingly filled the role after it had been vacant the previous two seasons. Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And 30 a.m. You're listening to the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Lansing Sports Station, the game, 7.30 a.m. Starring the Dean of Lansing Area Sports, Tim Stout. The Sparrow Stout on Sports is Michigan's longest-running sports radio show. Give Tim a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. And you can email him at tim.stout at wilx.com. Now celebrating nearly 30 years on the radio in mid-Michigan, here's the Dean of Sports. Tim Stout. On behalf of our partner Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, good morning everybody. Today is Tuesday, February 28th, the final day of the second month of 2023. And welcome to the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Right here on Lansing Sports Station, the game 7.30 a.m. It's the home of the local sports shows in our area. And we come to you live today and every day from the Sparrow Stout on Sports Driven Collision Studios right here at WVFN Radio. You'll find Driven Collision itself at 32 200 West Main Street in Lansing. That's I-496 West Lansing Road. Exit up the hill on the right. You're there. And good morning from Joe Laird and his staff. They're at 977-0955, ready to take good care of you. You get a loaner while your vehicle's being fixed if you need it. They'll set all that up for you. We will have a driven collision story of the day as we go through the morning on this final day of February. If you're listening around the world, it's somewhat overcast and breezy today. We had a lot of rain in the area yesterday. Uh, it's it's not a nice day in the area, but we have no snow in the area. We'll get up over the 40-degree mark this afternoon, 42-43. And away we go here on this final day of February. March Madness depending on how you define it, began last night with the beginning, opening night of the Girls State High School Basketball Tournament. There were not a lot of glorious, impactful games because the way they do it now by seeding the teams and the district tournaments on the boys and girls, that means the best teams usually draw by on Monday night. The girls tournament resumes tomorrow night, a big schedule of boys basketball tonight in the area. This is the final week of the boys regular season. The boys tournament begins next week. Although there were a couple of games last night on the boys' side, most notably East Lansing, defeating Okemos in overtime. 
uh, what was it, 57-56. Cam Hudson hit a shot at the buzzer uh, at the end of overtime to win that. So they split, uh, Okemos and East Lansing split two games in four days. They played on Friday. Okemos won at home. Last night, East Lansing scored at the buzzer in overtime to win. Well, that was probably the most dramatic game in the area, even though the girls' tournament began. Brock thinks there were a couple of surprises amongst the you know, the mediocre girls' teams who opened last night. Uh, uh, well, I mean, times have changed for girls' basketball at East Lansing. And, and they actually led for a little while against uh, Waverly, who's about, you know, about 500 this year. Uh, but they're competitive. They played with DeWitt for, you know, better than a half a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but uh, Waverly put it to them after falling behind early. And uh, Morris was 16-3 and on the season, had a very good regular season, but they got beaten pretty badly by about a 500 uh, Lansing Christian team that up at uh, Fowler High School their new gymnasium that they just opened so uh, those were a couple of things that I noticed how many uh, years has Rob Smith been away from the girls this is second season first 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 season yes if if if, if they were what five and 16 whatever they were this year for whatever this is worth and I don't know what his his game plan is at the moment if I was looking for a varsity high school girls basketball coach in the area I'd go try to get Rob Smith out of retirement because what he did there year after year after year they got beat by 30 last night by Waverly and let's just say they went straight downhill after he left for one reason or another which can happen Oh, uh, everybody has down years. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, he got out of it. I guess he's got kids and all that. But, I, I mean, if you're looking, if anybody around here looking for a girls' high school basketball coach, I, I'd go see it. And it matters to you. Now, it may not matter to you. You know what I mean? We just need a coach. we got enough problems elsewhere. We just need a coach. But if you're looking for a coach that's going to turn things around, I, would, now, I don't know. Maybe he's not interested. But if he was. And he may not be. I don't know. His resume is pretty good. Any yeah, rate, yeah so, I'd say so. So what Waverly's girls pounded East Lansing's girls. Yep, after falling behind, falling behind early, yeah. So uh, there'll so be a lot rate, more games tomorrow. The girls' district semifinals, meaning they're all down to four, where tomorrow night, then their championship games are Friday night. So the boys this week finish their regular season basically Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Fair to say. There's a few games on Friday, and I think there's a couple games on Saturday. I'd have to grab the schedule. And we have a game of the week Friday night. It'll be a girls' district championship game. Uh, It'll be on 645 pregame because all district championships, or most district championship games are at 7 o'clock. So Eric, Doc, Love, and I will hit the air at 645 Friday night. We just don't know where. We don't know where. We know when and uh, what time. We, when and what time, but uh, not uh, not the site. We'll determine that uh, after uh, tomorrow night's uh, games uh, results, and we'll figure it out from there. We'll make a decision Thursday morning. Well, yesterday, because we were so busy, it took me till the final minutes of the Monday show to get you the Gillespie Group High School salute. But since Brock and I brought up the high schools a little bit this morning, uh, we'll give you the Gillespie Group High School salute uh, right now because it's noteworthy and it got suggested to us in a text i always say you know if you if you'd like to suggest a team a coach an administrator a player players whatever uh, get the word to us email text whatever tim.stout at wilx.com something like that yep. the gillespie group okay the gillespie group is uh, renowned for quality dedication 90 great employees for pat and honored to salute a high school standout let me read you brock Uh, The email uh, suggestion I got last night. I'm happy to share that the two local high school varsity hockey teams and rivals of that will face off for the MHSAA Division I Region II Championship game. 
Wednesday night, tomorrow night, 7.30 at Mon Ice Arena. Oh, yeah. Who says there's no more of hockey games in Mon Arena this season? The East Side Stars. Now, you know, it used to be that everybody had enough hockey players so that they could be one school. That's changed. But the, but the sport's so expensive to play. It's, they all it's, So the yeah. East Side Stars consist of students from Okemos, East Lansing, Hazlitt, Holt, and Eaton Rapids. The East Side Stars face the Capital City Caps. Those are players from DeWitt, the City of Lansing, Lansing Catholic, Grand Ledge, Mason, and Williamston. They split two games during the regular season. It says here, most of these young men have played local hockey since they were at least six years old. Many have played with and against each other throughout their entire hockey careers. The winner tomorrow night advances to the Division I state quarterfinals, and they'll be played at Suburban Ice East Lansing on Saturday, March 4th, although I don't get a start time there for that game. Says there's a lot of pride on the line for this game Wednesday, and it would be great to get some coverage to celebrate the academic and athletic accomplishments. I can tell you Channel 10's covering that. Um, so there you go. So the Eastside Stars, which means the Greater Lansing area, which has never been, never been, uh, you know, generally speaking, right. speaking, a hotbed. All the best teams are either in the Detroit area or, or, the Grand Rapids or Northern area. Michigan. Or even Northern Michigan. Or Northern Michigan the and only, the UP. They're all better. Generally, this is not an area for hot, nope. a high school hockey in the state tournament. But either the East Side Stars or, uh, who did I say here, or they're playing uh, the Capital City Caps. Yep. One of those two is going to the in Division One. That's right. That's the biggest division. Okay? Biggest of the three. I think there's three divisions. I would think we'll have a crowd tomorrow night in Monarina. I mean, you got all local kids I from think, about 12 uh, different schools. I, I think you would think there would, yeah. So, at any rate, those are, we're saluting all those players and those two teams. Uh, a good season for the loser and, a, and, a, and on to the quarterfinals for the winner to play on Saturday uh, at Suburban Ice East Lansing. Well, the Gillespie Group is proud of its projects near and far around the state. Great recognition from many organizations, governmental bodies, and the like. Great properties everywhere. And the Gillespie salute this morning, and thanks to uh, Jim Grant, the Eastside Stars manager, because he got this to us, we salute the players, the coaches on the Eastside Stars and the Capital City Caps tomorrow night, 7.30, Mon Arena. So that... Uh, I, I I mean, I would think you can buy tickets at the door. This is a state tournament, so do you need your telephone or to buy these on? How do you do that? Uh, oh, yeah, you got to go to GoFan. The people that, that, are, that are there, they'll, they'll uh, help you out and direct you around how to do it. Right. Some of them have uh, little credit card machines, so you can just pay with your credit card, too. Because more and more are going cashless. Uh, Michigan State, up till now, has been known as a basketball school. This is a gymnastic school. Michigan State's a gymnastics. I saw that this morning. Congratulations to Michigan State's women's gymnastics team, which came, which this week is ranked number 13 in the... I don't know how they rank this stuff, but last night, and I don't know anything about these scores. You know more about this. No, than I, I don't. Do. I don't know squat about, like, competitive cheer gymnastics deal around us. But, you know, we'll be the messenger. Michigan State's women's gymnastics team last night, uh, and giving you the score is meaningless because it doesn't mean anything like, you know, the other team sports that we're all familiar with. Let me just say Michigan State's women beat number 23 Illinois in Champaign last night to earn the first Big Ten regular season championship in gymnastics program history. Now, when you think of how recent it's been since gymnastics at Michigan State's been in the news yes, for other issues. For, for negative reasons. For yeah. negative reasons. And uh, so at the times of Mike Rowe, I think, is the name of the coach. He's been here a couple of years. 
Spartans are now nine and two on the season, eight and one of the Big Ten. Okay, um, I don't know how Illinois can be ranked twenty third, Brock, because they're eight and eight in the season and four and five in the league. But again, maybe it's like maybe it's for like for me uh, to wrestling. show you my expertise about this. Maybe it's like wrestling, where the team that's in eighth place is like twenty third in the country. Now it says here Michigan State shares the regular season title with Michigan. Because Michigan, so it's a shared Big Ten title. Okay. Uh, Michigan topped Nebraska last night to match Michigan State's eight and one conference record. What about a gym off? Let them let them have a gym off someplace like no, how? You know it doesn't work that way. Apparently not. Says here the Spartans won the vault bars and the floor team titles, and then they give you all these scores. But to the average person, if you don't know it in the first place, there's no. I mean, I'm clueless. Brock's clueless. You're clueless. But they won. The, they share the title with Michigan. Good this is them. a gymnastic state. Good for them. You later for all that football. Later for Harbaugh. Later for Izzo. Later for basketball and all. Yeah, this is a gymnastic state. You got whole Big Ten champs here. Michigan and Michigan State says here, now listen to this, says here Michigan State is back in action for a pair of meets this weekend. And it's, I like it said, the, way the news releases they put out, says here they're traveling to Ypsilanti, Michigan. Thank goodness they put the state in the news release where no one would have ever known that it was Ypsilanti. But it says here in this news release of Michigan State, they're traveling to Ypsilanti, Michigan. As opposed to Ypsilanti, Ohio, Alabama. Well, there could be an Ypsilanti some other place in the United States. I don't know. They clarified it. It says they're traveling to Ypsilanti, Michigan. Just reading the release. It says here for a tri-meet. Huh? Tri-meet with Eastern Michigan and Long Island. Now, how those three have ever been assembled in the same building, on the same event, in the same athletic endeavor, probably the first time in history. You've got Michigan State, Eastern Michigan, and Long Island. The Blackbirds are coming in. There you go. It gets better. That's Friday at 6 p.m., and then the Spartans will host Bowling Green and Long Island. Apparently, the Blackbirds are staying here for the weekend. Uh, that's in Jenison Fieldhouse, 1 p.m. Sunday, and that's the team's annual pink meet for breast cancer awareness. Now, they've made a big, uh, you know, the previous coach, Kathy Clages, she used to call us on the air to promote the, you know, the breast cancer awareness meet. Oh, and right, And we right, always, right, right. you know, helped yeah, them out, yeah, yeah, passed yeah. that on and all, because yep. it's been a big deal yep. for gymnastics at Michigan State for years, the pink meet for breast cancer awareness. At any rate, congratulations to the Michigan State women's gymnastics team. They are shared uh, for the first time in their history. A shared Big Ten champion. Will there be a parade? Do we, what do we, but here's Brock. Here's what Brock will say. Uh, Big Ten titles don't mean anything. It's what you do nationally now. So you won't give them any credit for winning the Big Ten title. No, I'll give them credit for that. That really only applies in the, um, you know, the uh, uh, revenue sport. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought, it means something in football, but see, not, not as much thought, as it used to be. To me, I'm not discriminatory. If Big Ten titles don't mean anything in football and basketball, then they don't mean anything in gymnastics. Oh, okay. So it's what you do nationally for, me, for both of you, Michigan well, and Michigan State. Listen, However, hey, it I'd is re- their first Big Ten title. Good for them. So, that, that, you know, and now they got nice. the tri meet coming up. They have a pair of tri meets. Nice. Friday at Ipsy. I just gave it to you at six o'clock. And now they qualify for the NCAA's. I would I, s- I, assume. I, I'm I'm clueless. I would assume, but that's uh, if you're you, not. You in, said that, not me. I mean, is it a sixty-four team bracket? Is all that? I don't know how that works. The great thing about gymnastics, though, is it plays tremendously well on television. Well, that's why people love it during the Olympics. During the Olympics, it's as big a deal. As oh, it's one of the, in the Summer Olympics, it's one of the biggest events they, they show. I can't get into it because it's judged events, and I've seen too many instances of rigged judges well, screwing around with it. But in all honesty, when I see either men's or women's gymnastics, the athletics, well, look at how these kids have to get 
Oh, it's the, remarkable. From the time they're three years old. I know, I know. And then they never get out of it. I know. I mean, to me, the athleticism. Well, in fact, even the, what was it, the other day? No, the night, the, who did Michigan State host? Was it Michigan? Yeah, Michigan. Remember, they had a big crowd in Jenison. So I'm watching. They beat the, Michigan, didn't they? I'm like watching the these girls flip years? on that single beam and then all the other stuff they did. And I said, man, not just anybody can do that. Yep. And not just anybody can do it that well. So, so good for them. They're obviously athletic and successful and good for them. This is a gymnastic state mm-hmm. because Michigan's good, too. Yeah. And state beat them. In fact, yeah. wouldn't you say if you beat them head to head, wouldn't you be the number one seed in whatever's coming up? They probably they beat would them be, head to head. They probably would be a higher seed wherever. Yeah. I don't even know what happened. Is there a regional tournament? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, I, I'm I'm clueless. You know when they say like I want to know if you if you have one ninety seven point four five, and the other either entered or team has one ninety seven point three zero. How did that happen? How did we get to? The, is that a good number? You know what I mean? Or is that average? But it says here they're they're the win at Illinois last night. Their fifth highest team score in history. But how how they got to that, I don't know. All I know is they're whole <laughs> Big Ten champions with Michigan. So for both of them, good for them. Take a quick break. There are other sports. Michigan State men's basketball tonight, 9 o'clock. If you're, you're going to have to stay up late, okay? Yep. 8 o'clock, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rock, 94.9 MMQ. So there you go. Uh, we got uh, Big Ten hockey on the docket. We didn't even get to it yesterday. There was too much controversy to go over. Too many things from the weekend. Hey, March Madness. You were is just here. screaming yesterday. We were screaming. No, yelling, you or I wasn't hollering the whole thing. Uh, but we'll get caught up. Um, I told Brock. I said, "Would you like to buy my Stanley Cup championship tickets that I bought in excess for Little Caesars Arena?" You know, I, I wrote, I'm not sure my wings Tim, are going to get there now. Tim, I wrote my article last Friday about okay, Red Wing fans, you're in a playoff race now. They haven't won since. I put the Sea Bush curse on them, Tim. We'll go to break. Come back. Collega Water Hotline is three hundred forty-two sixty-three. Our email address is Tim Stout at wylx.com. And you're listening to the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on Sports. At Doggy Daycare and Spa, we love dogs. And we're here to tell you that even though it's winter, your pup's grooming needs are still important to keep them from suffering from spring shave down. All of the spa specialists at Doggy Daycare and Spa are professionally trained, only use patient practices, and will provide your dog with the most positive grooming experience possible. To schedule an appointment, give us a call at 333-WOOF. That's 333-9663 and let us love your dog. Doggy Daycare and Spa. With hip hounds, hang out. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and & Light and & Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Scheduled maintenance. Everybody wants their vehicle to run like a finely tuned watch, but without preventive maintenance, it's not going to happen. But now's the time to give Lake Lansing Road Mobile a call to check your car's battery, tires, wiper, suspension, oil change, even an engine tune-up. So give Lake Lansing Road Mobile a call 517-484-2300 or stop in at Lake Lansing and US-127, home of the touch-free car wash, where you also will save 25 cents a gallon. Lansing Road Mobile, we go there. 
Culligan Water of Lansing. Have you tasted Culligan Water of Lansing? If you haven't tasted Culligan Water of Lansing, you're missing something. And to that support, Craig Prang from Culligan. Craig? Yeah, thanks, Tim. You know, uh, let's talk about uh, drinking water for a minute, as long as you're talking about the taste in water. Um, we have the new Aquasential RO systems. They are fabulous because we can tailor make a drinking water system um, right to your water, whether you have any uh, barium, chromium, nickel, lead, aluminum, zinc, sodium, pesticide, herbicide, nitrates, you name it, anything like that in the water, we can tailor fit a specific drinking water unit uh, for your home. Uh, it'll give you purified water. And it'll take essentially everything out of the water that's in the water. It leaves very little. Uh, you can rent them. You can buy them. Give me a call. I'll be happy to come out, talk to you about it. Uh, I promise I'll make it easy for you. Yeah, it is easy at 393-1900. Culligan Water is one of the great companies in our area. Successful for years because it takes care of its customers. They'll take care of you. 393-1900. Where is the best place to get affordable office furniture in Lansing? It's the DBI Office Outlet. Hello, my name is Lucas Shaw, DBI Office Outlet Manager. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. upgrade the stores with new renovations on a consistent basis. And it's also so convenient to get in and out right away seven days a week. A lot of things on sale. The stores are fully stocked. They're neat, clean, sanitary. And for all those special occasions, you can dart in and out anytime, seven days a week. Try them. Tom's Food Centers in Okemos in Portland. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. One of Michigan's big supporters is Shupan and Sons Recyclers, located out of Kalamazoo, but a presence all over the state in the Midwest. Founded in 1968 by the family, Mark Shupan is the head these days, Tom Emmerich at his side, and recycling to make the state a better place is the aim. Google Shupan for all of the locations and opportunities to recycle and make our state cleaner. Good employment opportunities as well. From a six-person scrap metal recycler, now with over 500 skilled employees. Way to go, Shoepan and Sons. One of the special sports eateries in our area, right across from Municipal Ballpark at Lansing Steakhouse Philly. A relaxed bar and eatery with sports on TV serving classic and creative cheesesteaks plus Greek fare that you'll enjoy. For dine-in or take-out, friends get together. Before and after Michigan State events, the campus is nearby. Open at 11 a.m. each day. Get the menu online at SteakhousePhilly.com 337-2210 what a wonderful place you'll enjoy anytime. Steakhouse Philly. 
All the stats you hear on the Sparrow Stout on Sports are quality dairy stats. During this Lenten season, remember the bakery and the special items, okay? For you, during Lent from Quality Dairy, more than 80 years serving the area in a variety of ways, seven days a week for convenience. And Evan Wilson is the superstar that we recommend for any type of insurance, okay? 816-2000, that's his magical phone number, easy to remember. Get all his details, how he can help you online, Climax, C-L-I-M-A-X, Climax Insurance. Insurance.com. Hit the request a quote button. Get the free gift card. Spend it any way you want. No obligation. But then you see what he might be able to do to help you in any area of insurance. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 730 a.m. From the White Law PLLC Studios. On we go. We'll have a driven collision story of the day moving forward. Don't forget driven collision 977-0955. Culligan Water Highline. Next week we observe our 30th anniversary. Brock, who is there any? Somebody asked me the other day, do you know of any individual who's called more over 30 years than any other? And I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but son of a gun, Lyle from Lansing, who we have not heard from in a while, is on the Culligan Water Hotline. He's next. We, did you call in 30 years ago? Uh, you were certainly old enough then. Uh, yes, certainly. Yeah, I remember, you know, you from the house with your little transmitter out there. <laughs> well, it was a 47, 40 something. I can't remember your address, what it was, but something like that. Well, uh, you, I mean, you got the memory correct. I mean, it was. A, if you think it's primitive now, as you can remember. <laughs> How primitive was it 30 years ago? I mean, uh, we I got Marconi's 10-cent book at the dime store to come home and see how you could hold two wires together to put this drivel on the air. Drivel yeah. then. Our, our uh, slogan moving forward, drivel then, drivel now. Exactly. Um, it wouldn't be the last day of the month if I wasn't growling about something. All good intentions last night. I'm going to go to a district game. I had been a week ago Saturday up to Rockford and watch Hazlitt girls and Rockford girls play and walk in, give them the money, walk in. I get to this district game last night, and there's people kind of backed up, and I see people trying to use their card. And I had a I had a bill out, a monetary bill, and they said, oh, you can't use that. Yep. And I said, you're kidding me. And they said, don't point the finger at us. <laughs> it's the Michigan High School Athletic Association. They no cash. I said, you're kidding. I said, I don't have my debit card with me. And I said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I left. And I thought, you know, this is just crazy. Why can't you walk in? And, and, and I felt sorry because there was a senior citizen lady that wanted to watch her grandkid probably. And she was fumbling through the purse. People are backed up. I just thought. Well, I tend know. to I tend to agree with that because of age, because you can't force senior citizens, let alone me, to figure out how to do this. Tim, yes, they are because they're they're going they're going to force you to do it because they're not going with cash well, anymore. Th- that wasn't my point. My point. My point. My point was that. No I t- but philosophically, I, I agree with you, Lyle. You got to take this up with Jeff Kimmerly and the MHSAA. I know what you. I know what you think. You think you you have said on the air before. You think the MHSAA is lazy for doing this. Well, I, I think I if, if I was to to recommend something to them, I'd say. I, I don't think this, I think this is solvable. Oh, I agree. With, I, 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 I philosophically, mean, I, I agree with let you, Let them give you a $5 bill and let's put it in the, in the background, okay? I, I mean, I, I All do, these schools do have cash boxes. It's not that hard. I mean, uh, I, I, well, again, to his point, 
you have elderly people who have never done business this way, who may never do it this way sure. again. I mean, and can have grandkids or great grandkids. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I, I tend to agree with you. And for okay, the and, and then tell me this: they charge seven dollars for a district game. I have no problem with that. But why would you? And then they got to pay. GoFan is not doing this for nothing. So they're, they're. I don't understand it. They're just being lazy. It just drives me crazy. Well, the other thing is, is it's not necessarily that way uh, in regular season games. No, right, no, Brock? it's not. No, not, they take money. I, I went to games this year and paid cash. Well, yeah, some of them. Some of them still do that. Some use credit. Some use don't use cash. Others, you but they use credit cards. Well, in that case, in my my recommendation is see if you can walk around the back and sneak in a back door and like, see, if, see if a janitor will let you. See if a janitor will let you. Like, now, now trust me, uh, you have no options on things like airplane travel. Uh, I mean, an airplane travel. But but I travel with my wife. She does everything. I, I do absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, when the, she puts my ticket on my phone, because I have an app for about five airlines. Sure. All right. So I hit this. She says, okay, did you just get it? And it comes in, and I got it, you know, and then you put the app on, you put the phone right on the, th I mean, that's that's just what it is. Now, I don't have anything to do with that. If I had to have something to do with it, Houston, Lyle, have, have, you have you talked with anybody at the MHSA other than Jeff Kimberly about this? No, just, I mean, Jeff, and I understand where they're coming from. They probably don't trust people skimming a little off the, uh, a top, you know, but well, that's why I was removed as the cash coordinator for when our kids <laughs> were in high school. But they, and, you know, they said, "Have you ever been convicted of embezzlement?" And I said, "Not yet." Convicted? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I get it. I do. But it's just frustrating to see people there, you know, rummaging through their purse and getting the card, and then the card not working because it hasn't been, you know, validated or something. It's well, crazy. I, I mean, I'd be curious to know. Now, this is again. I mean, look, I don't have a dog on a hunt. This is not a problem for me personally. So you guys are on your own. But how many admissions? to various state tournaments at any time during a school year do they not receive because someone does not want to have to fight the system to get in through the doors. And as usual, mostly, you know, again, this is the elderly generation who simply does not do this on a regular basis. For younger people who do this all the time, and exactly. by the way, how do you get into movies, Brock? Do, do, does movies take cash or they just I haven't gone. To, I haven't gone to a movie in quite a while, you know, so even I can't if, tell but, since but, before COVID. But even if you do a credit card, that takes time to put the card and do the thing. You know, you're trying to get yeah. people through. I remember last fall, I was at one of these high schools. Well, no, I was, where was I? I, was, I guess I was over at Okemos or where, and I'm looking at the line that's gone on about, about 80, 90 people back there, and I'm thinking to myself, the game's underway. Figure out a way to get them, you know, you want to do this as fast as you can possibly get three people through the line. And then I remember a year or so ago going to one of the Lansing High School football games at the city schools, and you got to get wanded before yep. you get in there, yep. which oh, I understand. I don't have a problem with that. I, I understand it, but we got to do it in a more efficient way so oh, that the yeah, people at the back of the line get in before the end of the second quarter. Yeah. Lyle, yeah, and you missed, the, you missed the kickoff in a half of the first quarter. Lyle, I would. doing their job, like Brock said. You, you, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Lyle, you need to contact Mark Euler somebody higher up at the MHSAA. They may be it's listening crazy. right they Absolutely. they may be listening right now. So when I go through now. those uh, detectors, I, it sounds like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I set off so many alarms. <laughs> I mean I, I set off 90 alarms. <laughs> but, but I anyway, that's my rant for the day. Have a great day, you guys. See ya. Uh, well, I understand where he's coming from and philosophically I don't disagree with him, but the MHSAA they they don't want to use cash anymore. Right, but here's my recommendation. 
this is a tough industry. It's a tough entertainment business. Sure. You're trying to get every single admission you possibly can. The schools are not overrun with money. No. I would make some kind of an accommodation for senior citizens. It's just a simple suggestion. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Take it for whatever it's worth. And Lansing Craig's up next on the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, you got to watch that guy, Brock. He's over there, like, naming curses after himself, trying to dip in on your notoriety. <laughs> now it's the Seabush curse. No, no, there's only room for one curse on that show, Brock. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. No, um, no. I, hey, I deserve criticism. Hey, you're going to write an article saying, hey, get ready for a playoff run now. Now they're 0-2 since then and looking at 0-3 until, unless they play better tonight. And they, no, I'm just messing around, man. But, yeah, I know well, you hopefully are. they do pick it back up. But, you know, Tim, Brock, I'm excited about this Arnold Palmer Invitational because, like I, I mentioned while you were on vacation, Tim, I've, I've become a, a golf fan in the last few years. And just it's fun getting familiar with all the different players and all the different courses. And this course is one of the most difficult courses on, on, the, on the tour. You know, I, last year, Scheffler won it with five under, and lots of guys didn't even uh, make par. So um, I'll be interested to see how Ryan Brem plays. Because uh, he's, you know what, that last tournament, he played pretty damn good. I mean, he had that one round, but the rest of the tournament was pretty solid. And this year, um, there was a guy last year, uh, Lucas Herbert, who finished four under on the last round. Now, think about this. Um, Scheffler finished five under for the whole tournament. So I think this guy, you know, I'm, I've been putting a few dollars on this. Not a lot, just a few bucks, you know, three, four, five bucks on these guys. And this guy was four under for the last round. So, you know, you, and I didn't want to just call in and talk about just the tournament. I want to kind of hear what you had to say because I know that you're probably much more knowledgeable on golf than I am. And, and what do you think of this tournament? Why is that course so difficult? Do you? It's Bay Hill. Well, I haven't seen it, uh, you know, I mean, other than on television, as you suggest. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean. Thanks I'm, for the call, Craig. I mean, I've watched the thing, you know, for Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll, you will have heard of more players this week. Exactly. And it was a bigger deal, frankly, when to me, when Arnold Palmer was alive and was there. It, it, it's still a big deal, but, but the way the Memorial Tournament when, yeah. is a big deal because Nicholas is in Dublin, Ohio, and Correct. he's there. That's and his he, deal. He greets you and blah, 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 and he's there. When Arnie was alive, I think, and when Bob Holt for the Bob Holt Desert yep. Classic, yep. when he was alive and he was there, I think it's un understandable that the thing loses a little bit when he's not. Uh, you you know, when the namesake is not there. Right. But this is a designated tournament, meaning the prize money is through the roof over and above what it was. Thank you, LIV Tour, for that. LIV Tour uh, forced them to do Tour it. forced them to do it. Yep. So at any rate, uh, you know, and then next week's the players. Is the players the next players week? The players is right after that. Starts uh, the day of my birthday, all right? The, the players is right after that. They just go right up the road from uh, Lake Buena Vista. They go right up the road to Jacksonville, uh, which is about an hour and a half from there, and they play next week. So, yeah, uh, so wow. it's the, uh, the two big stops they have. Uh, we'll go to break, come back. This is our last break this hour. You can join us. There's a lot more to cover here in the Culligan Water Hotline at 342-63. Our email address, tim.stout at wilx.com. Uh, don't forget, uh, Crystal Holloman and I join you live about 3.35. There's never a set time. It's after 3.30, the sports live stream show, Stout on Sports live stream. Every weekday, WILX.com. They just click the live stream button. That's this afternoon and every weekday. And we're back with more in a moment. This is the Sparrow Stout on Sports.
Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 730 a.m. WVFN. Coming up, we're going to talk with Dave Ellis, talk college hockey with him. Coming up a little bit later on in the show. Uh, at 12 noon over on 1240 WJIM, it is uh, the uh, Susie Merchant uh, Coaches Show. I believe the last one. It's either the last one or the next to last one of the season. At 1 o'clock here on WVFN, Detroit Tigers uh, spring training baseball. Uh, they are playing uh, the Toronto Blue Jays today in uh, Dunedin, Florida, where the Blue Jays train. Uh, then at 4, offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. At 6.45, we got Red Wings hockey. Red Wings and Senators playing in Ottawa for the second night in a row here on WVFN. Over on 12. 40 WJIM, Classic Rack 94.9 MMQ at 8 o'clock. Michigan State men's basketball there at Nebraska. That's what's on tap. The game, 730 AM, WVFN. For more than 80 years, MidMichigan has benefited from all those wonderful quality dairy stores. There's always one close to you. And as we like to say, it's always quality dairy time around MidMichigan in so many different ways. But convenience is number one. With fresh baked goods every day in the deli and a whole lot more for you. Pick up anytime you want for the most sundry items you can imagine. It's always quality dairy with quality start to finish. We love quality dairy taking care of so many people throughout mid-Michigan. It is always golf season at Michigan State's Forest Acres Complex. The pro shops have terrific closeouts on special apparel and merchandise. Great for gift giving. Check the website at any time for the latest on golf activities. That's golf.msu.edu. Call 355-1635 for any information on tee times and availabilities and practice anytime in the heated stalls on the East Course. The 2023 season will be better than ever. So always think golf is on going in MSU's Acres Golf Complex. Take advantage of our Snow Much Savings event this month at Shaheen Chevrolet. We're even offering 2.99% financing for 60 months. Drive home in a 23 Silverado 2FL Crew Cab, only $314 a month. Or enjoy this 23 Equinox LS for just $211 a month. And we offer a huge inventory of pre-owned vehicles ready to test drive. Shaheen Chevrolet is a smart choice when buying your next vehicle. Shop online at ShaheenChevrolet.com. Or stop by the dealership today. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. Find new roads to ShaheenChevrolet.com. City Limits in Mason. What a gathering place for people who've enjoyed bowling and just recreation and get-togethers for a number of years. And it's going hot and heavy and it's safe and sound. And you ought to see all the people in the parking lot who enjoy City Limits every single day. You can sign up for a bowling league for a special occasion seven days a week after a game or go watch games on the big screen TV. City Limits on Cedar Street in Mason. Everybody knows where it is and everybody loves it. You'll love City Limits Cedar Street in Mason. Dealing with backups or drains that are slow? Then you need GA Hunt Septic and Excavating Fast. Now is the time to inspect, repair, or replace your water or sewer. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all want more out of work and out of life. More top-line ideas, more bottom-line results, more support on the job to get us more time away from the job. To get more, it helps to have a trusted partner like Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and Blue Care Network. 
It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. We help you stretch dollars and offer the health care coverage you want so you can focus on your job and life away from it. To see what Blue Cross can do for you, visit timeformore.com. You're seriously thinking of updating your home inside or out, okay? From personal experience, we fully endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos. They added a massive deck to our home earlier this year. We offer them a video praising the quality of work and the entire experience. Online, go to custombuilt.com or call them at 881-9871. Get an appointment for whatever interests you. This company of Michael Flory is fabulous. We totally recommend them to help you. Custom Built Design and Remodeling at Okemos. It's the Red Hot Place in Lansing, in the Frandor Shopping Center, Sparty's Coney Islands. It's where all the world's problems get solved by everybody that loves the place, and it's only open till 2 o'clock each day. The breakfast on Saturday or any other day are great, but those Sparty Coney Islands Islands are fantastic. Catering carry out the works, okay? Oh, there are other items on the menu. But on Tuesdays, you can get the Sparty's Coney Island Spectacular for half price, $1.99 for Coney's. That's on Tuesday. Sparty's Coney Islands in Frandor. Lake Lansing Road Mobile, right across from the Eastwood Town Center. Winterize that car in their service base Monday through Friday, 484-2300. Right across from the Eastwood Town Center, touch-free car wash. Get you 25 cents a gallon off the price of gas across the street in the Eastwood Town Center. Don't forget, there is a Culver's there right by Walmart. Scott Berman's Culver's. At that Culver's, when you mention stud on sports with your order, your order, bing, is just discounted 10%. And sports talk starts now on the only station the people of Lansing turn to for sports. The game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios. Driven Collision, 977-0955. The vehicle will look like new. And don't forget this tax season, Deb Alderding, Michigan Tax. That's the recommendation there. You don't want to, and then you got a partner forever. Just like Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, just like the Munn team for real estate, just like Evan Wilson for insurance, Deb Alderding at Michigan Tax, 694-9545, On we go. Not a lot last night. Red Wings and Pistons were on at the same time on Bally. So how does Bally Sports decide who gets the main Bally and who gets the backup Bally? Because the question. Red Wings were the backups last night. Yeah, I, uh, I, had, I saw that, so I had to search around for it, but uh, that's all right. Uh, Pistons now 15 and 47. Uh, they just bought, they now, now they're without another guy because they bought out Nerlens Noel for the last year of his contract. Remember, remember him from Kentucky? Everybody thought he was going to be the next great one, and now he's completely out of the league. Um, so, so they were at Charlotte. Yeah. And they were 24 down, and I thought, no way is this going to be a 24-point game. No. They, they cut it to five. Because remember, even though the Pistons aren't any good, neither is Charlotte. The announcers look tired for the Pistons. Yeah, they're tired a little. They look like they're the, the 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 guys in the studio, Kelser, George. They, the the boys look tired. The the boys look tired of coming up with excuses. And well, it, it, they, they look tired trying to figure out what they're going to say that's positive. Yeah, and it, it, it's tough because when you go to Twitter, you just say, "Hey, keep keep the faith, keep the faith." They've got young players are getting better. I'm like thinking to myself, um, "No, they're not." They stink defensively, and they're the worst fourth-quarter team I've ever seen in the NBA. And so, until those two things get better, they're not going to be more competitive. If they win their final 20 games, huh. they would finish 35-47. and 47. 
that would still be 12 games under 500. They have 12, they have a quarter of the season to play, exactly. which seems like forever. But the quality dairy stats are that they're 15 and 47, clearly the worst in the East, but the third worst overall because San Antonio and Houston are actually have worse records. Yeah, San Antonio's lost like 16 in a row, something like that. Uh, Brooke Humble's on the other end of our line from uh, Ozzy, the official jeweler of the Sparrow Stout on Sports Kitty Corner from Frandor. Everything Ozzy all the time. Morning, Brooke. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, thanks. You know, I was away. I didn't know Hazlitt lost a girls' basketball game. Brock didn't fill me in on that. Well, you were in the Cayman no. Islands. I wasn't going to do I, that. I, I mean, I looked for the front page of the <laughs> Cayman Islands newspaper to oh, see geez. what upsets there were in America, and I didn't see that. And I came home, and I looked in the... I mean, I'm getting caught up. I said, wait a minute. How's Hazlitt 21-1? and one? Where did they lose? Well, I hadn't they heard they that. They lost to one of the biggest schools in the state, Rockford. But you know what? Lost does, by 14, Does I that think. take a little pressure off them now with that undefeated record going into the tournament? Although they're going to have to play Catholic more than likely, right? You'll be sweating bullets you, next week, right? <laughs> Friday. Oh, or Friday. Great. No, it's that's Friday. That's Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. No, I, I think that, uh, you know, that loss, I think it's, it's actually, I mean, it was a tough loss and you hate to lose, but at the same time, you know, they're not perfect and they know exactly what they need to work on and they came back and their practices have been really, really good since then. Um, so they're, they're, they're feeling pretty confident going into this week. You know, they play tomorrow against Eaton Rapids and then, um, like you said, most likely against Lansing Catholic on Friday and, that was quite a game the last time that we played them, and I have a feeling it'll be just like that again. But they're ready. It'll be a good, it'll yeah. be a good one. Now, of course, we asked Brooke about the Hazlitt girls because her daughter is a prominent member of the Hazlitt girls team. So that said, can you concentrate on anything Ozzy at all this week? You know, I can today, and I'll be able to for part of tomorrow, and then Friday, no, not at all. <laughs> No, it's uh, we're good. Ozzy's great. We, um, you know, we're still we're we're trying to change some things up a little bit in the store, and we're constantly, you know, like I just said to Eli yesterday, we're always evolving and trying to listen to what our clients' needs, and what they need, and what they're hoping for and looking for. So we're doing more of that. Um, you know, the one thing that I I love, and I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the show, is. We love the Google reviews, and we didn't realize, uh, I guess I didn't realize how powerful those are. So whenever people come into our store, a lot of people, they come in and they'll say, oh, I, I heard about you, or I read about you, or I, I checked out Google reviews, and I myself don't utilize those as much as I probably should, but Google reviews are really powerful. So we have a lot of our clients who come in and they, they receive a really positive experience or have a positive experience, and they go and they write about us on Google. And that helps our business tremendously. So just got a couple of really nice ones. One of them from your, one of your listeners who did win the giveaway that we just did um, right before Valentine's Day. And I still haven't even met her yet. She left just a glowing review. And we are so appreciative of those because they really do help our business to grow and to succeed. So I love those. You should check them out one of these days if you ever have an opportunity. And it tells you a little bit about first-hand experiences, and those really mean a lot. So that's a good thing. Is there one specific uh, product line or item or type of jewelry that's a hot buy right now at Ozzy at this time of the year, or are they all pretty much the same across the board? They're, you know, It's always engagement ring season. I talked about that a little bit before. We're selling those all the time. Um, and, again, I tell people, like, 
if you cannot come into the jewelry store to start the process to purchase an engagement ring or any other piece of jewelry, let me know. I have been working yesterday for a good chunk of the day with somebody who is looking to buy an engagement ring but has crazy work hours and can't come in. So I have been sending text messages and pictures and videos of diamonds and ring settings. And I do all of that kind of as your personal shopper, which makes it really easy for for the person on the other end. And then they come come in, they pick it out, you know, they see what I've picked out for them and they make the purchase. So we do things a little differently now uh, for certain clients who need that help. So it's always engagement ring season. And then that people are starting to think about uh, first communions and baptisms. A lot of that happens in April and in May. So we're doing a lot of crosses and crucifixes and things of, of that sort, uh, gold chains and necklaces. Um, and then also graduation season will be here very soon. And so we do a lot of those watches and right-hand rings and little diamond stud earrings. So lots of ideas in the store all the time. Uh, that's Ozzy, the official jeweler. And your, and your daughter's a senior, right? My daughter is a senior, yeah. So they have five senior starters on that team, and all of them are very, very talented in their own way. So um, it's been quite the ride. I'm actually hosting team dinner at my house on Thursday night, and uh, there's going to be the entire team, plus some from the JV team we brought up, and I cannot wait. I, I'm a little sad. It's the last team dinner that I will host along with Emily Holman's dad. We do it together at my house, and it is so much fun, and I'm sure the girls are probably going to be rolling their eyes at me when I'm taking a million pictures, but you know what? There are memories to be made, and it's been quite a run. We well, love it. It's not well, over yet. Well, I can yet. tell you from personal experience, our oldest, his senior year, a lot was expected of them from the regular season, so they get into the state tournament, and we didn't think they were going to win at all. But we knew they were good, but what drove us nuts as parents is we weren't playing well, but got through the district, and then we weren't playing well, and got through the regional, and all the while realizing this could be the last time we're all together because a loss knocks you know the, every team out in the state tournament, right? So if you think yeah, yeah. if you think you're nervous now, just see what happens if you get to the Breslin Center, even in the semifinal. <laughs> and for us, what didn't make us nervous was in the semifinal we were a huge underdog, and one of the guys was on the other team that went on to be a standout at Michigan State. Kalen Lucas at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. But out of nowhere, what? we get a game out of, we're not playing well, we're not doing, but out of nowhere, we win the game by three. Now we've got to turn around with a family dinner that night and the next day's a state championship game with a sellout crowd. And we lose in double oh. overtime. So if you think you're nervous during the districts, <laughs> oh, just geez. wait till you get to the Breslin Center because I'm telling you what, it's an enormous adjustment on the parents because you've gone through your entire kid's career, all right, and basketball and football, of course, those are higher profile sports where there's more exposure to them. When this team, you know, has had a lot of exposure during the year, so a lot's expected from them. Uh, and yet, the tournament I claim is just as tough on a for good teams. The average teams and the bad teams, they know they're going out, right? But for teams like yours, you know, where the expectations are so high, you know, it, it just 
you know, it, it, you know, it's 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 an emotional time. Yeah, yeah. If 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 your team plays Lansing Catholic again, uh, I can tell you're going to be just a complete nervous wreck heading down to Eaton Rapids <laughs> Friday night. That's just the way. It, but it is for but it is for them too. Oh, for Lansing Catholic That's too. It, oh, you know, absolutely. It's just as nerve wracking for oh, them too. Because they're very good too, and they're thinking, hey, you know, we can win this one too. So at any rate, well, right, Brooke, right, next right, we, I know. when we talk to you next Tuesday, we'll be getting you ready for the regional. So oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. So. At any rate. All yeah, right. I hope so. Yeah. Well, fingers are crossed. All fingers right. Are crossed. The number at Ozzy is 332-7900. Go see Brooke and everybody else, Eli and all the staff at Ozzy. Kitty Corner from Frandero. Ozzy all the time. The official jeweler, of course, of Sparrowstown on sports. Thanks, Brooke. Talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. I, I mean, I remember those. But now it's been, what, it's been 17. I can't believe it's been. 2006. Seven, yeah. I can't believe it's been 17 years. I mean, I just cannot believe it has been 17 years. And. And, uh, you know, that was a, and uh, his, her daughter is prominent. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hazlitt has the best girls starting five in the area. With, our, I mean, with, our, with, with, with Ellie Humble and Maddie Fant and uh, Isabel Lindo, Grace well, Eisenhower, I mean, Emily Holman. was not prominent on the floor, but he was prominent on the team as a leader. And, uh, and, and his contributions, we thought, even though he didn't average 20 a game, oh, uh, he, had, was, he was tight with all the guys. Dan Stoltz said the same thing. Yeah. So, so I can't believe that's been 17 years. Hard to believe. But I'm telling you, for parents of seniors of these games, and they go, I mean, it's a sweat box because you know it is coming to an end. And uh, its I've often said seniors, in a variety of ways, their senior year in high school, for parents, especially for the first senior, it is an adjustment. Uh, we've got a busy hour coming up next right after the news. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tuesday Sparrow, Stout on Sports. Capital Area District Libraries need your Twitter vote. Cattle is one of five libraries in the running to receive the 2023 Digital Michigan Newspaper Grant from the Clark History. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth Fisher. Thousands of DTE Energy customers are still waiting for their lights and heat to be back on following a second storm that rolled through the state Monday. Eminence Charlie Langton. Yankees history. He began his career with the Yankees in 1982, playing for them his entire career before retiring in 1995. Mattingly filled the role after it had been vacant the previous two seasons. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. It's never been more important to make sure your business can be found online. Now here's the good news for Lansing business owners. Town Square can help you find more local customers online. You'll get premium web- Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
This is the Sparrow Stout on Sports, starring Tim Stout on the game, 738. Phone lines are open now on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or you can send Tim an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Let's get back to the show. Here's the dean of mid-Michigan sports, Tim Stout. We begin our number two reminding you about our partner, could be your partner, Shaheen Chevy Cadillac on American Drive in Lansing. More than 50 years of helping thousands of people with good automotive advice, suggestions, and partnership. Make uh, Shaheen Chevy Cadillac your partner in a variety of ways. You'll be glad that you did. So in the first hour this morning, we were talking about, uh, we were congratulating Michigan State women's gymnastics, co-Big Ten champs with Michigan. And we were talking about the sport of gymnastics for gymnasts to be high quality in a variety of ways they almost have to start brock when they're two three four years old whatever it is is that the way it is with hockey and other sports the mhsaa always recommends multi-sport athletes is it that difficult where ironically enough matt mcfadden from peak performance uh, physical therapy is on the other end of our line telling us about uh, overuse in children whether that is a parallel to what we talked about in our number one we'll find out morning matt Morning, Tim. Overuse in children, does that mean one sport too often from uh, an adolescent or from an infant almost all the way to whenever you stop playing sports? Or exactly what is overuse in children? Yeah, I mean, you, there's a great intro. I mean, there's a reason why there's plenty of statistics why the, the Mission High School Athletic Association says you should play multiple sports, right? You get a break. You get a, you get learn different movement patterns. Um, and you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. So, you know, let's say you, you, your son only plays baseball or your daughter only plays softball. Well, that's fine, but you still should give an offseason. You shouldn't necessarily play them year-round so their, their arm or whatever that area that gets used more gets a little bit of a break because you see different things kind of scalarly that change, like your bone can actually torsion a little bit, and you're just much much higher risk to get some of the overuse injuries. Uh, and the stuff that the kids get are a little bit different. They get kind of like... Instead of maybe a tendonitis, they get an issue with their growth plate where it like separates a little bit and they get pain there because their bones are still growing. Uh, and so they get a few different kinds of injuries. They don't, they don't break their bones and get the tendonitis as much. They get a few other different conditions that usually with rest get better. Um, but 50% of the injuries are, are from overuse in kids. Is there a specific, you know, uh, termination point on what works and what is overuse in any sport, any age, any gender, whatever? How do you how do you figure what is or is not overuse in children? Yeah, great question. So, you know, in, in baseball, as an example, again, there's some pitch counts that, that coaches can follow to make sure they're not over overdoing the young kid's shoulder. That's where you see like a little leaguer's elbow or a little leaguer's shoulder where they have that growth plate issue and they start to have problems. Um, you know, usually if they're, if they're on two teams or something like that and they're doing two different practices, you know, potentially in the same day or they're doing seven days a week of maybe soccer or, uh, you know, gymnastics, you've got to make sure that, you know, they're getting some rest break. Our body needs rest just like we need sleep. And those, those little breaks are, are imperative to let the, let, the, let the body, the muscles, the tissues, the joints calm down a little bit. So, you know, it's great to expose them to maybe two different teams and that type of stuff, but those things can lead to other potential problems with burnout as well in the sport, and those can lead to kids not wanting to play the sport anymore. So just having conversations with your kid about that type of stuff for parents out there can be helpful too. Uh, but, you know, they should have at least a, a day or two off during the week where they can just be kids and play and do other stuff, but maybe not specific to soccer or baseball or gymnastics.
gymnastics. Um, and I know, you know, the, the, how quickly they ramp it up, too. you got to get your kid used to some of that stuff. Just like you or I would need to get used to that. We wouldn't just go run a 5K. Um, and th- those things to be having your, your body used to some of that stuff and, and working it, other things that can help um, decrease that, some of that stuff that goes on. So is it my sense that physical therapy at peak performance of all the different people come in with all the different ailments that uh, you know are asking for therapy help some of that therapy is for youngsters from overuse in sports is that what you're suggesting yeah we've got to kind of coach them guide them through like you know reintegrating back into it once they're once they're you know body area settles down whether they're knees or whatever else it is and so you know educating on, on how to integrate back into that and making sure they're appropriate to go into that and that's the other thing is we also are looking at how they move. So, you know, as you're growing, you just, you know, you just run. You know, think about how you run. You know, you're learning a new movement pattern a lot of times depending on what the sport may be. And so our job is to look at how you move, make sure you move efficiently and in the best way that's good for your body. So, um, like, say, like kid jumps and their knees come together, well, they're much higher risk to have knee pain you know, or like jumper's knee or something like that or, you know, to hurt themselves doing it. So we teach them hopefully uh, and have them practice so they get high repetition of some of those things and they can relearn hopefully to do things a little bit better in the movement patterns that they do uh, and so that's that's one of the other other ways that we help the young kids that we see in physical therapy we help them re- retrain how to move more efficiently do you think there's one sport that stands out over the others where there are dangers of overuse for kids or would you lump a number of sports all in at the same level I'd lump a number of sports. I mean, uh, ones that I've personally seen more of, maybe have been more into the baseball realm, just because one time, usually when you, if, you're, if your kid is maybe ahead of the curve and growing or they're throwing harder, well, everybody wants them to pitch. They get out on all these you know, travel teams and they pitch a ton, and all of a sudden now their arm starts hurting, and they, they peak early. And so you know, they might o- overdo too early, and then everybody else catches up to them, and they've, they haven't developed some of the other things they need to. Um, but I've seen it in gymnastics and other things like that too, where you know they just do. There's so much overuse and repetition that the, the, whether it's they have back troubles because of um, they end up having some you know spine conditions because they're they're moving you know to such extremes and some of that stuff. Um, but I, I wouldn't lump it all just into one. Uh, I think that I think it's good to you know if any you know, young athletes can play a sport where they learn hand-eye coordination, but they also learn. They can also learn foot-eye coordination, like they played soccer, they played another sport. That can be helpful and for that, just learning good motor patterns for the rest of their life. So when they get older, they want to still be active and do stuff. They've learned those patterns when they were young. If you have questions in this regard, you can always ask them, right, uh, at Peak Performance Physical Therapy. Five locations, newest is Grand Rapids, Okemos, DeWitt, Mason, Westshire Drive, and Lansing. The umbrella phone number is 853-6800. Whether they're young kids or whether you're a little bit on the elderly side, when physical therapy is something that you think will help you, Peak Performance is there to the rescue. Matt, I appreciate your time. Thanks for filling us in on that good information for everyone, especially with young kids. And we'll talk to you again soon. Talk to you soon, Matt McFadden from Peak Performance Physical Therapy. I'm going to understand that the MHSAA is constantly encouraging, you know, when I was, you know, in sports, I mean, 
Well, we didn't have nearly as many, yeah. but uh, and there's know, a lot of coaches. we had so many multi-sport athletes. You know, yep. if, if you were good in the fall, it's ch- football, chances are you were good in basketball and baseball. Or if you were good in one, you were good in track or if you're swimming. Good in football, you were a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just one of those things and, where it spilled and, over. And now today, there are so many you know high school athletes that just concentrate. You know, Irvin Jay, he, he only played basketball. His favorite sport recreationally was softball. Yo, love playing loved softball playing when softball. he was younger. He may, yeah. even, he may even still do it. I don't know about that. But he always did, though. He loved playing softball. He's a softball. huge baseball and softball fan. He's yeah. a huge baseball fan. Uh, yeah, and uh, and that's what he played. I mean, but, but as a varsity athlete, you know, he never, you know, went out for football. Uh, it was with him. It was all basketball all the time. And I think a lot of that is because, you know, look, kids play sports because they like to play sports. Hockey's... You know, the problem with hockey is is you have to be a consistently good skater. The better you can skate, the better you can play. Oh, yeah. You watch those guys last night in the Ottawa-Detroit game. I thought, all these guys on the ice, how long have they been on the ice skating, 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 skating? Because that's the number one thing you got to do to play yeah, hockey. you yeah, got to skate. you got to be able to skate. And, and those Ottawa guys, I thought, man, these guys are fast. Oh, my golly, are these guys fast. And... And that's not something you just pick up a couple of times. No. I mean, you just, you, I mean, the whole, like you say, the whole thing is skating. If you can't skate, you can't play. Uh, so, but I'm watching these guys, and I thought, you know, my guess is they probably didn't just take this up overnight. I don't know how many. Well, Wayne Gretzky started skating when he was three. Which is like a lot of kids. Uh, and and there and and gymnastics on the girls' side, you oh, know. So, yeah. And I'm amazed that that there isn't maybe there is, and I don't know about it. Burnout for young kids in gymnastics because it's such a hard sport and it does require so much practice. You know, I, I always get a kick out of people that say, "Well, I think this year I'm finally going to take golf lessons so I know how to play." And it's so much more complicated than that if you're going to take golf lessons to see any remarkable change in your level of ability. Yeah, you now, may see people you know pick up the game later in life and get really, really good. Sometimes you see that on the senior tour. You know, there are some guys that take up the game later in life and get good enough to play on the senior tour, but that's really, really rare. And now at the college level, especially the major college level, how many times do you see two and three? I mean, at Michigan State through the years, okay, uh, Dean Look, multi-sport athlete, Brad Van Pelt, multi-sport athlete. I'm talking quality now, uh, but but, uh, let's see, uh, Steve Garvey, football and baseball, very good at both. Kirk Gibson. Uh, Kirk Gibson, no question about it. Andre Risen. Andre Risen, football, and... uh, He played some basketball, too. He played some basketball, too. And and, 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 uh, Matt Trannon. But probably the best of but the, the, the demands ones. on time yeah. in one specific sport at the major college level are so great anymore that some of these guys might say, I could play on that team. I'm good enough to play on the football team or I'm good enough to play on the basketball team. But the demands I've already got on my number one sport are so great. I mean, allegedly, all of these athletes are supposed to be getting an education to the extent where they're going to graduate just like any other student at the same level. You can decide for yourself whether you think that that happens across the board. Let's go to the Culligan Water Hotline at 342-63. Mike is up next on this Tuesday morning Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, Mike. Hey, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? Hey, I hope you had a good time down in Florida. Uh, I was there part-time and I was in the Cayman Islands part-time. They were both very good. There's more traffic absolutely. in Florida than the Cayman Islands, so I can tell you that. Oh, you're absolutely correct there. Yep. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say last Friday I went and watched my grandkids. They're in pom-poms over in Grand Ledge. 
And, you know, there's a lot of people my age going to see their grandkids doing pom-poms. I can't believe how many girls are in that thing. But anyway, they they performed halftime, but it was 5 bucks to get in, and they were accepting both. I paid with cash, and so did, like, there was a bunch of people my age and older, you know, going to see their grandkids. They paid cash. And, you know, the younger kids, they pulled out their phone and, you know, paid with their phone. And I'm just saying the option was there to pay one way or the other. Right, but that's not a that's not an MHSA sanctioned state tournament competition. Yeah, it, 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 well, they were playing basketball. They had Everett was playing Grand Ledge and for basketball, and the kids performed during the halftime of of the game. Uh, so they they had the uh, Grand, Grand Ledge or Everett was playing uh, Grand Ledge in basketball, kids basketball. And the kids perform, but they they offered both. So yeah, I thought that, I, I, that was pretty I, neat. So. Yeah, I've been a lot. Of, I've been places this year that offer. Uh, cash, and they've got a little little uh, credit card thing where you just stick your credit card in and pay that way, uh, as well as GoFan. Well, they, so they have three options, actually. The lug nuts, if you go to the ticket office, thanks, uh, Mike, if you go to the ticket office, Brock, of the lug nuts, to buy a ticket to go to a game, do they take cash at the ticket window? That I don't know. Jesse would know that, uh, but I, I, I mean, don't I know, know that. inside they're cashless. Except for the nuts and bolts store. They do take cash. They do take cash. Yes. Okay. Unless that's changed this year. Uh, but the last couple of years they didn't. But if you want to buy food uh, in the stadium, uh, you got to have a credit card. Unless that's been updated for this year, and well, well, I'll find out here in another month or so. Well, I mean, don't you have to go to a central location and buy lug nuts loot? Which then gets transferred as cash. I at believe the you can window. go. To, you can either go to the ticket or anything, office. You just do uh, your credit card. Yeah, most people do their credit card. So oh. they don't do lug nuts loot. Well, I don't know where you can get it. Where they're at the at the uh, ticket. I think it's at the ticket office, or go to guest services, and they'll they'll help you out to get lug nut loot. I mean, my because you pay you pay you pay cash for that. I mean, advance, my recommendation obviously. is in a competitive world for any level of attracting crowds at sporting events, do whatever you have to do that's going to draw the maximum number of people at the most convenience so that when they leave they want to come back again and they had the fewest hassles. The only hassle they have is that their team didn't win. Because you can't control that. Right. Everything else you can probably control. That would be my recommendation. Sure. Now, maybe that's easier said than done, and it seems like everybody's a little bit different on this. Well, yeah. Now, Michigan State at football, there's some on the phone. You can get the the, the you know the paper tickets themselves. I mean, everything's a little bit different one way. Where where oh, Little Caesars Arena. When I was down there for the duel and the D. Yes. Uh, Hayward had the there were six of us. He had all six tickets on his phone. Okay. So he had to you know put the phone thing down one, then twice, then three. Scan it. And had yeah. to get scanned six times. I had no idea. I just I just like everything else. I just did what no, I was there's told. A, yeah, there's a way you can do that. Yeah. And then getting into the parking ramp. You scan the phone for the parking pass. Yep, they do that now. Eric and I did that when we went to Ford Field, uh, what was it, two years ago? No, a year and a half ago when we went to Ford Field to do uh, the Well, the embarrassment about this personally was what, you know, we had a parking pass for Notre Dame football each of the last two years. 
And I said, well, I haven't received it. You know, it used to be like normal people. It would come in the mail, and you put it on your windshield, and that's how it works. No, 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 no. So I said to Notre Dame, where's the parking pass? I don't know how to get I have no parking pass. What do I do? And they said, no, 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 you've got it. It's, we emailed it to you. Check this, this, this. Yep. And then you, you know, then you got to go bring it out and put the scan on. And it was, so we scanned the parking pass. And that had to be scanned two or three times. Yep. And I thought, you know what? I mean, Lord, you can take me now. I mean, this has all gone way over my head. Used to be, I just, they mailed it to you, and you put it in your window, and he drove by the guy, and he waved at you, and you parked. Those days are gone. A guest in a moment. This is the Tuesday Sparrow Stud on Sports. We've got a high five to Greg Sinecropi and everyone who has built Arts Pub into an iconic location on Kalamazoo Street in downtown Lansing. It's a great game day hangout serving a wide menu of pub grub and pizza plus a shuffleboard table, dine-in or takeout, closes at 11 p.m. And the menu can be found online at artspublansing.com or call 977-1033. Serving all three labor shifts in the city with wonderful fare. Arts Pub, Kalamazoo Street, have a great time there in Lansing. Of all the recommendations that I've ever given you on this program through the years, no one goes higher than the Munn team for real estate advice. John and Jan Munn work as hard as anyone in the business, trust me, and they truly are realtors who get results. John's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan's at 282-6781. And when they put the one-two whammy on a sale or to get you the best deal possible, you have the best people working for you. The Munn team, realtors who truly get results results for anything real estate. Doty Mechanical to serve you. You see those trucks everywhere. 327-7777, locally owned and operated. Heath Atkerson says we offer a full range of indoor air quality products for healthier living, a factory authorized carrier dealer. Offering a full range of maintenance services to ensure your equipment operates at peak efficiency, all while extending its life. As we like to say, experience the Doty difference, indoors or outdoors. Doty Mechanical 327-7777. We've partnered for years with our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. You always get fast delivery and a variety of specials every day. Order online at cottagein.com. Convenient locations all over our area, especially East Lansing and Okemos. Cottage and Pizza, offering a wide variety of gourmet pizzas, and you can build your own just the way you want. Handmade Dough closes at 11.30 each night. Way to go, George Hoover, with the continued growth and success of our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. It's never been more important to make sure your business can be found online. Now, here's the good news for Lansing business owners. Town Square can help you find more local customers online. You'll get premium website. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Penn Station, East Coast Subs. Are you ready for March Madness? You want the best dining anywhere for all those special games? Two locations across from the Lansing Mall and Clifford Street for Andor. There's always a special every month. How about the Reuben Sub for March? That may be the best special, in my opinion, of the mall. For Mark and Cheryl Kellogg, they say, hey, catering, carry out, whatever special occasion you have, there is no menu for subs like you'll find at Penn Station East Coast Subs, Clifford Street, Frandor, and across from the Lansing Mall. McIntosh and Associates want to help you earn the money that matches inflation when you call 877-222-8849. Maintain purchasing power. It's important to a sound retirement plan. Market link returns without the risk is the specialty at McIntosh and Associates. The bank is not the best place to save money. You got options and learn how to safely double your returns over the bank CDs. McIntosh and Associates. Again, the magic number 877-222-8849. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S dot com. The iconic Coral Gables Restaurant on Grand River Avenue in East Lansing, more than 90 years young, with so many loyal customers so pleased that Coral Gables has survived the pandemic and is bigger and better than ever. Catering, carry-out, employment opportunities, all of that at 337-1311. And the fish fries are spectacular on Friday night. When you've got some time to spare with friends and family, you know what the history's been like around that restaurant just east of the campus Grand River Avenue. You'll always enjoy Coral Gables Restaurant East Lansing. Don't forget Mike Heinze he says, hey, try us at the Antenna Men in Eaton Rapids. We'll get rid of all of those expensive subscription television bills you have to pay. That's a great company in Eaton Rapids, the Antenna Men. Quality dairy, this is Lenten season, okay? Their bakery fresh, all right, especially during Lenten season for you. Seven days a week for convenience, quality dairy, okay? And don't forget, you got till 2 o'clock to get to Sparty's Coney Island. Tuesday is half price Tuesday. All the Coney's are half priced on Tuesday. Sparty's Coney Island, carry out catering whatever in the Frandor Shopping Center and tell Dominic behind the counter that we sent you. From the White Law PLLC Studios, Lansing's only sports station, The Game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Okay, uh, on the other end of our... We didn't even get, Brock, to most of the college hockey playoffs. Yeah, I think I interrupted you one time to make a point about Michigan beating Wisconsin, and then we never got back to it. So, so But that's okay. We've Worked got our out. college hockey insider. I've got... Uh, Dave Ellis is on the other end of our line, and I've got good news for him, too, because I can give him three of the four Frozen Four teams. I can't give him the fourth yet. I can give him three of the four, and I can give him the championship game matchup, but I give them the final results. I don't even have to play the tournament. Morning, Dave. 
Oh, this ought to be good. I can't wait to hear who you've got. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the team that will get knocked out in the semifinals is Quinnipiac. The championship final uh, in overtime, 4-3, to three, Denver will beat Minnesota. There you go. So you get all three of the top three in the pairwise coming through to that point, huh? Well, I saw Denver play Western Michigan uh, on television this last weekend at Kalamazoo. Break Denver is absolutely... I can't believe how fast Denver... And by the way, why isn't that coach getting picked off by someplace else? He's a young guy. And Denver's a defending champion, are they not? They are, and they're very good. And they've got a uh, contributor from Jackson, too, who's uh, a very good player for them, too. Well, they dominated Western Michigan, Brock. Western can score, and Denver beat them 5-2 to two and 3-1. to one. Uh, and, uh, and I tripped over the Denver-Western game on Friday night because uh, I wanted to watch, you know, the Big Ten. You know, the Big Ten network, to me, is average on its coverage of hockey. But nonetheless, uh, I tripped over uh, Denver and Western Michigan. I couldn't believe how fast Denver was. So they score at will. They got three good lines. The goalie's good. The coach is young, blah, blah, blah. So with that guy be in demand, I, w- I don't know how much Denver can pay the hockey coach, but he uh, this is going to take a very good team to beat them. Now, I get in a single-game knockout, things can happen. Uh, but nonetheless, I think Denver uh, looked pretty good to me. I really haven't seen much of Quinnipiac. I have seen a lot of Minnesota. And if they play each other, they'll just go flying up and down the ice. Fair to say? Uh, Quinnipiac has not really played anybody of note. Their ske- strength of schedule, when I was looking at it, if you go from 1 to 60, however many there are in Division One, they're number 41. So their record, yes, is good, but they haven't really been tested by anybody of note yet. So we'll see what happens with them when they get into the tournament. They'll have to play somebody that's a little bit better. I'm a big fan of Denver. I think they're a very good program. Uh, David Carl was a, a great story there. Had to leave his playing career because of a medical condition and ended up staying on as just a student assistant and then worked on to the coaching staff and ended up as the head coach when Jim Montgomery left. So he... Uh, I know owes a lot to Denver and, and wants to pay them back for the, the trust they put in him. So it would take a pretty big offer to uh, get him out of there right now because he's really got it going. They've got a nice building and a good program, and they're uh, they're fun to watch for sure. Uh, now, I've said for all year, Brock gets sick of me, so I won't dwell on it. Michigan State had the most preposterous hockey schedule in the history of the sport, certainly of the school. Their last home game was February 10th. However, do I have it correct in the first three first-round series – if Wisconsin, Penn State, and Michigan State all win, Michigan State would get a home game semifinal one week from Saturday. Is that accurate? As preposterous as that is, yes, it is accurate because they did end up uh, in a tie with Penn State and uh, they won the direct head-to-head. Remember, we were talking last week about if it would have ended up as a three-way tie and if Michigan would have won the overtime game on Saturday against Notre Dame, that's what would have happened in that three-way tie. So uh, we were spared that one, at least, by Notre Dame getting the OT winner. But now it's just down to... Now, I'm looking at the probabilities right now. College Hockey uh, News does a, a really good uh, pairwise probability matrix. So right now they've got Michigan State as an 18% chance of making the tournament. So that's a one-in-five shot. And you would think that that definitely means they have to win the first round, and they've got to win it in two games, not in three, and then get to the semifinal and do something there. So who they end up getting in the semifinal right now, Honestly, with the way there's other six teams that you just mentioned are, it's anybody's guess. Well, I think Michigan State can beat Notre Dame, but I don't know if they can sweep them. 
That I don't know. Uh, I think that this is just me. I think they got a tremendous break in the tie with Penn State for the you know for the seed because uh, Penn State's a six seed. They got to play Ohio State. Uh, yeah, they have, uh, yeah because Wisconsin plays Michigan, so Michigan will venture probably. Michigan hadn't won a game since they played a little seed. Oh, I know. They I haven't know. won a game. They haven't played very well. But you know that's then and this is now, and you would think somehow. Although you know what, Dave, I wouldn't be surprised if Wisconsin forces game three. I re- you know they've split the last three series. Wisconsin has. They've split the they last. Have. They've split the yep. last three. So they're not the doormat. To me, they're no lock to get swept by. But you, you'd pick Michigan. But I think Michigan State Notre Dame's a toss up. I thought Michigan State got a break playing Notre Dame on the road. Doesn't mean they're going to win it. But to me, they have a shot at that. If you agree with that. They have a probably a better shot to win that one. They're a better matchup, just the way that Notre Dame plays, than they would be with Ohio State or Penn State. But they're also not going to get the quality win bonus points for beating Notre Dame that they would for getting one of the other ones. So if your end goal is, all right, we want to make the NCAA tournament, it's a tougher road now getting Notre Dame as your opponent as it would have been with one of the other two teams that we talked about with the state in the end of their name. So I'm also correct in saying if the other two seeds hold in Michigan beats Wisconsin at home and Ohio State knocks out Penn State and Columbus and State somehow beats Notre Dame, State would have to play a semifinal at Minnesota, right? As long as they're the lowest remaining seed, yeah. yes, they would have to go to Minnesota. Yeah, they would have to play at Minnesota, and that would mean Ohio State would play at Michigan in the other semifinal. So it would be Michigan State at Minnesota and Ohio State at Michigan if the seeds hold except that Michigan. And I don't call a 5-4 matchup necessarily as an upset. To your point, you know, Notre Dame matches up great with Michigan. They give Michigan all they want because they get in a low-scoring game. And Notre Dame, you know, is pretty good in low-scoring games. Although I was surprised they got out of Ann Arbor as well as they did. Now, is that going to carry over? And my problem, Dave, with evaluating Michigan State, they, I mean, they didn't play. I don't know whether rest helps you or hurts you at this time of the year. I don't know if that helps you get healthier or if the rust makes a difference. You may have a thought on that. There are two schools of thought on that one. I've seen teams come back from the bye and look really good, and I've seen teams come back and at least take a period, if not more, to get into the game. And by then, in a in a tight contest like it's going to be with the Irish where you're thinking goals are going to be at a premium uh, you've got to be on your ball for all 60 minutes the way that works out so the other thing that's interesting to me Tim is that now that you've taken three on three overtime out of the equation is what that's going to do to anything that goes past 60 minutes in the hockey game because neither one of these teams really did much in the three on three Notre Dame was two on oh or two two wins and no losses Michigan State was one win and two losses in the five on five or the three on three overtime so now it goes back to five on five and you've got to win it uh, with the regulation number of players on the ice, not the gimmick anymore. So that it, it is going to come into play for sure. There's going to be at least one overtime in that series, just the way these two teams play that tightly. And you're talking about the teams that have the number one and the number four uh, schedule strength in the country. So they've certainly been tested to this point. It's just a matter right now who's going to blink. But here's my question to you about what you just said about winning the Notre Dame series. You said if they, to get help and get into the tournament, they need to sweep. Well, what if they win two out of three and then beat Minnesota in the semifinal? Minnesota's pretty well, highly ranked. Yeah, if you beat Minnesota, you're going in because that's going to get you all of the quality win bonuses you could possibly want because you'll get uh, the, the top right now. The, the slight or the, uh, the way that they 
calculate a quality win bonus is you take the top 20 and then reverse it. So if you beat the number one team, you get 20 bonus points. If you beat the number 20 team, you get one bonus point. And Minnesota is sitting on top of the pairwise right now. They won't play this weekend, and they're not going to get touched in that top spot. They are locked into number one in the uh, in the RPI and in the pairwise. So if you manage to get through and beat them, then for sure, yeah, you're in. But, you know, you're not guaranteed to play Minnesota right now, like we talked about. So if you're depending on that, and if you're depending on you know, a team that's really throttled you all season long and going into their barn and winning it, you know, that's that's a tough ask. But right now, you don't want to put it into the spot where you, know, it, you get some points even if you do go to Minnesota and lose. So uh, going two games rather than three and not giving Notre Dame that extra set of points there is probably the way that you're going to have to do it. So you're saying, it's what you're, if I hear you correctly, if State sweeps Notre Dame but loses to Minnesota in the semifinal, State could still make the NCAA tournament? Is that what you're saying? There is a chance because of the way the RPI works with opponents' opponents' records. That's why there was so much movement with Michigan State in the last weekend when they didn't play at all, and they dropped down because there were so many other teams that passed them because their opponents' opponents' records were, were kind of spinning around like a pinball machine with a couple of them. I did not see Alaska making the move that they did to jump up just by beating Arizona State twice, but they did. And they're now in position to be able to make the tournament and actually a better spot than Michigan State, even though they cannot get an automatic bid. They're probably better than 50% right now to make the field, and they were sitting in 17th last week. So it also does show you one weekend can make a big move because there's such a real log jam right now in the RPI of all those teams, pretty much from 12 to 19 right now. You can make a huge move with two wins in a weekend. What do you make of Michigan right now? Interesting. Uh, this is the time of year when the coaching staff really has to you know, do their work and get your prep for a weekend. And you know, whether that's what's been the issue the last couple of weeks or you know, knowing that they could not chase down Minnesota for the title, that takes away some of the motivation at the end of the year of, well, you know, we know we're in the NCAA tournament. It doesn't really matter there. We can't really chase down Minnesota and get the regular season title. So let's rest up a little bit and get ready for the playoffs. That may be you know, one of those underlying mentalities to it but you know, when you don't have a lot to play for in those couple of games and the other team does you know, it makes a difference so you know, it's a young team they're they're not in you know, the, the huge amounts of experience that you know, a lot of the teams like Denver who's got a lot of older players and like Minnesota State who's very old uh, they're the teams that at the end of the year know what you need to do to keep things grinding at the end of the end of the season and that may be something that caught up with Michigan at this point we'll see what happens when they get in the playoffs and now they're playing for something again are they locked into the NCAA tournament? Absolutely, 100%. They are in. Uh, in fact, there are, I would say right now, probably 10 teams that you are, are a, a 99% lock that, that would be in the tournament. And how They'd many are... Only one... And, and what is... Are you saying lock two from the Big Ten or does Ohio State make it three? Uh, I'd be four. Uh, Penn State is in there too. Minnesota, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State are all in. There, there's no way that they can, uh, unless there's absolute chaos in in the conference tournaments. Uh, I, I can't see Ohio State even dropping out of there right now. So, They've, they're at a 99 percent on the pairwise right now on on the the uh, the matrix that says they'd make it. So you're saying that if Michigan State makes the 16 team NCAA tournament, they would be the fifth conference team in. Is that what I'm hearing? Either them or Notre Dame could be. Yeah, they would be the fifth. There are four guaranteed that will make it. 
I don't remember that, uh, to be honest with you. I, uh, I, I'm not sold on Penn. Yeah, you know, the funny thing about Wisconsin, Dave, is you can bury them the first night, as Michigan State did 6-2, to two, as Penn State did 6-2, to two, and then the next night you get beat. And Wisconsin blew Michigan State out on Saturday. And then I, I thought that goal that Penn State had called back was shaky nonetheless. But it was called back, and Wisconsin wins Brock Saturday night at Penn State 2-1 to one and gets a split. So that put Penn State playing Ohio State. I mean, to me, that was costly. I would far rather, this is just me, I'd rather go to Notre Dame than I'd rather go to Ohio State unless you disagree with that. Uh, you know that I'm I'm not sold on Ohio State, and uh, again, they don't have a ton to play for if they're really pushing toward the NCAA tournament. Uh, there's just something that bothers me about that team. However, there's a, a, like we said, more of a, a little animosity between the two t- the, the two schools right now uh, in college hockey, just because of the history of the season. So uh, whether or not that would play into it, I just I, I, I agree with you that Notre Dame is the better matchup for style of play. But uh, I don't see, even though they're going to make the tournament, I don't see Ohio State going very deep in the NCAA tournament and probably not very deep in the Big Ten tournament So either. what's the biggest challenge for Michigan State playing at Notre Dame? Well, Ryan Bischel has got to be the, the top of the list. You're talking about two goalies that are really at the top of their games, and you know, you've got to be able to win the special teams battle in a series like this one. And because Michigan State has struggled on the power play, I think that's going to be a real point of emphasis for this week. They need to win the special teams battle to be able to come out of that series. So finding ways to get some opportunities and get a chance to get some power play goals and keeping Notre Dame off of that, that's probably the way that you're going to get through. Remember, Notre Dame is missing their number one offensive threat now. Ryder Rolston is out for the year, so that takes a little bit of the, the dynamic skill away from the Irish. But you've got to be able to find ways to win with the man up to be able to get out of that series. Yeah, and, you know, Notre Dame's playing for something, too, and they are playing at home. And I, 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 I saw their games here uh, against Michigan State, and I thought especially, I can't believe how hard those teams played, those two games. Notre Dame played, but that was the night St. Cyr played as well as I've ever seen a Michigan State goalie play in some and he gave up a couple but me but Michigan State won the game 3 to 2. I would imagine these games will all be 2 to 1, 3 to 2, something like that. I don't know if it'll go 3. I would think it would go 3. I, I can't fit picture State getting swept. But I don't know how they've played because they had a week off. Like you say, I don't know if it helps them or hurts them, but we'll find out. It's 7 o'clock Friday, 4.30 Saturday, 6 o'clock if necessarily Sunday, and they're all on Fox Sports 2. Is that because of Fox Sports 2's affiliation with Notre Dame or another reason? No, uh, the because the Big Ten tournament controls, or uh, the Big Ten conference controls the tournament, I think that's why these games are not NBC-related, because FS2 does not have any relationship with Notre Dame at all. It's Peacock and NBC that have all the, the deals in South Bend. So th- they must have had first chance at them and refused them, and FS2 decided, you know what, we'll pick that up for sure. So I know Ben Holden's on the call on Friday night, at least, and I'm, I'm assuming he'd be there for the duration of the series if they keep going on those. So you'll at least get a familiar voice on them and somebody who's more than familiar with uh, both schools and will give you a good show. All right, good. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Regardless of what happens, we'll get caught up next week, and I appreciate your time as usual. You didn't uh, You didn't comment on the video I sent you this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, where, where, what, you were in a boat. Where are you right now? Where are you? No, 
I'm I'm in uh, in my ancestral home of Eagle Harbor, Michigan, and this morning I managed to get into Lake Superior for the 11th consecutive month because the ice broke up last uh, last night because of a little wind. So that was nice. And before this weekend is over, uh, I'll be able for the first time ever to go 12 consecutive months getting in all the way submerged in, into Lake Superior. So uh, long time life goal, and I'm going to get a, get it done this week. All right, stay safe, have fun doing whatever it is that turns you on, and I'll talk to you again next week, and you fill us in then on that. Talk to you then. Sounds good, guys. Dave Ellis is our college hockey insider. So what, he's submerging himself? Uh, Is that what he's... (coughs) Yeah, no thank you. Sounds cold. Go to break, come back. It's cold. Uh, Lake Superior is cold in the summer. Colorado Water Hotline is (laughs) 342-63. Our email address, tim.stout at wilx.com. Do we have a driven collision story of the day? we got another hour and 15 minutes to find one to see what stands out amongst everything. we got our eyes peeled on all the headlines that are coming in. This is the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Fred Human's going to be coming up uh, in the 12 o'clock hour. Look forward to talking to Fred. At 1 o'clock, Tiger Baseball, Tiger Spring Training Baseball. They are at uh, Dunedin, Florida, playing the Toronto Blue Jays this afternoon. As soon as that game is over, right, right around 4 o'clock or so, offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. And at 6.45, Red Wings Hockey playing the Ottawa Senators for the second time in as many nights. Over on 1240 WGIM, the Susie Merchant Radio Show. Uh, either the last one or the next to last one will commence in less than 15 15 minutes, and then at uh, 8 o'clock, 1240 WJIM, Classic Rack 94.9 MMQ, it is Michigan State men's basketball there at Nebraska. That's what's on tap. The game, 730 AM, WVFN. It's still growing and is still one of the popular bistros in the area. Sidebar, adjacent the Abood Law Firm at the corner of Saginaw and Abbott in East Lansing, where good friends gather in small groups or large groups for any occasion. And now lunches are available at Sidebar Wednesday through Friday during this season, and you can enjoy outdoors when the weather's good, inside, or anytime. Happy hour, whatever. Always enjoy a special gathering together at Sidebar, Saginaw and Abbott in in East Lansing. Our friend Val Orlando has done so well with City Limits in Mason, right? Well, he also has an all-state insurance agency that you hear us talk about uh, all the time. He has a new location now with same great service. Stop in and say hello. The new all-state office next to the Secretary of State's office on Cedar Street and College Road, just off 127. Call for information on all-state insurance options at Val Orlando's agency at 969-5300. That's 969 969- 5300 Valor Landers Allstate Insurance. Take advantage of our Snow Much Savings event this month at Shaheen Chevrolet. We're even offering 2.99% financing for 60 months. Drive home in a 23 Silverado 2FL Crew Cab, only $314 a month. Or enjoy this 23 Equinox LS for just $211 a month. And we offer a huge inventory of pre-owned vehicles ready to test drive. Shaheen Chevrolet is a smart choice when buying your next vehicle. Shop online at ShaheenChevrolet.com. Or stop by the dealership today. Relax and enjoy the Shaheen difference. Find new roads to ShaheenChevrolet.com. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new Frigidaire kitchen suite, complete with the latest... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. One of the most popular restaurants in our area for years continues that way. Woody's Oasis on Trowbridge Road in East Lansing. As the saying goes, eat at Woody's, live longer with a Mediterranean cuisine. And now the menu has some wonderful new items they're all excited about. Chicken kafta along with their Woody's burgers, gyros, fries, and a whole lot more. For all the information, the website woodysoasis.com or call 351-2280. Woody's. Eat at Woody's, Trowbridge Road, East Lansing, and live longer. At our home, we wanted to update our deck earlier this year. We're told you want custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and we hit the jackpot. You can, too. Now is the time to start designing your deck and outdoor living space, and don't lose another summer by waiting to start your exterior project. Call 881-9871 or go online to custombuilt.com. They'll fully show you what they can do in a timely manner. What a great local company of Michael Flory. He's built to help you. Custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos. Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting is moving to a new location. The number is the same, 694-9545, for Deb Allerding and her staff to give you the best tax and accounting help you'll find anywhere. The new address, all right, is located on the north end of Lansing near State Road. 15851 South US 27, Building 20, Suite 21. And if that's too much for you, call and get the direction. 694-9545, a new location now for Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting. Deb Allerding and Mid-Michigan Tax. Remember the tax solutions you need moving forward. 694-9545, but get an appointment now with her or her staff, okay? Uh, also, don't forget quality dairy stats. Every stat we have is quality dairy stats this time of year, Lenten season, and their bakery. You get the idea, okay? Quality dairy for you. And don't forget Leading Edge Golf. Across from Okemos High School, they've got another demo day coming up this Saturday. Right across from Okemos High School, Jolly Road. Who's in this Saturday, or excuse me, Friday? The demo day is Friday this week. Not since their only Friday demo day. Ping is into Leading Edge Golf this Friday across from Oakland High School. Make a reservation so you can get on the Trackman machines at 349-7274-349-7274. Back to the best in sports talk now. On the only station serving Lansing with the best sports talk for 30 years. The game, 730 a.m. Alaga Water Hotline is 340-263, our email address. And I have an email here, Tim. This case, he's uh, emailing this morning, and he's talking to us about multi-sport athletes. Tim, what's the stat? Tim and Brock. So if I don't know, maybe you know. What is the status of MSU's current multi-sport athletes in football and basketball? Well, they played a little bit last year, not this year. There's just too much concentration. Um, Malik Carr and um, Keon, uh, Keon Coleman. Last year, two football yep. players played basketball. What happened this year? Yep, they're, they're not, not playing enough, this year. They don't have enough time. says here, I'm surprised you don't see some women's volleyball and basketball dual sport athletes. Have you ever heard of that at MSU or any other schools? I have, but it's rare. It is rare, although I, I, I used to suggest to when she was the volleyball coach at Michigan State, Kathy George, I said, I look at some of these Big Ten women's volleyball players, and I have to believe that a number of them in high school played basketball. And some of these Big Ten women's basketball teams to me, have athletes that I somehow can't believe that they made it to a Big Ten school on scholarship. And I'll bet you there are Big Ten volleyball players who are better basketball players 
than some of the women's Big Ten basketball players on scholarship, if that makes any sense. You've said that before. You believe there are women on volleyball scholarships that are better than some they, of the they, basketball players. They would players. have to be better basketball players than some of the Big Ten women's basketball players on basketball scholarships. I have no scientific way of proving that. Sure. It's just an opinion watching uh, just watching some of these women's big, I mean, are there some very, very good women's Big Ten basketball players? Sure. Right. But I've seen some of them, and I thought on her best day in high school, I don't know how she ever got recruited, but on the volleyball side, you can't be a weak athlete, the Big Ten, and compete, or you're going to lose every match. Correct. Because that, to me, is by far the best women's sport in the Big Ten, as wrestling is on the men's side of the Big Ten. Mm. There are no weak links. No. You could be 2-6 and six in the league and rank 24th in the nation. We've seen that before. We've, We've seen, seen that before. You've seen Nebraska uh, whim, uh, so volleyballs going to play in Memorial Stadium in August? you got to have a big-time operation to make that happen. Because they want to set the volleyball attendance record. Oh, they could do it. I don't, who are they playing? Do we know who they're playing? Uh, Hang on, I'll find I, out. I mean, it's clearly got to be a, a big-time. Now, what I'm questioning is, though, is that... Is that a non-league? Is it exhibition? Does it count as a home match? Does it count? The whole thing must count all the way around. Hang on. And it I'm follows a little out. bit of playing outdoor hockey games. Michigan just played Ohio State in the Cleveland Browns Stadium at hockey, and that game counted, uh, which Ohio State, what, won 4-2 a couple of weeks ago. And they drew like 40-something. Well, they drew more in that game than I ever thought they were going to draw in Cleveland, for uh, which shows you the power of Ohio State, even though it was hockey. But, yeah, I did see where Nebraska... Um, Nebraska volleyball is going to play in its football stadium. The volleyball team will host Nebraska Omaha as part of a historic doubleheader with Division II schools uh, Nebraska Kearney and Wayne State University out of Detroit at inside Memorial Stadium, home of the uh, Cornhuskers football team. The school announced Friday it's, uh, it's set to take place on August 30th. The matches will also march, mark the first time in NCAA history. Uh, the first in NCAA history to take place in a football stadium and Nebraska's f uh, first volleyball match outdoors. While it remains to be seen uh, how much of Memorial Stadium's 85,000 seats will be made available, Nebraska appears poised to swiftly eviscerate, that's what it says on SI.com Sports Illustrated, to eviscerate the sport's current NCAA uh, attendance record of 18,755 with a proper turnout. Oh, they'll do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know where the 18,000 was. It'd have to be in the NCAA Final Four or yeah, the championship at one of the larger arenas. Yeah, it doesn't say here. Interesting enough, the Cornhuskers also have ties to the all-time mark, which was set in 2021 during their national championship loss to Wisconsin in Columbus. So it's a non-conference game with the match with Nebraska-Omaha. They're not uh, getting, yes. So that has nothing to do with the Big Ten schedule. It'll count. Yes, because Nebraska-Omaha is a Division One school. And yes. By the way, the final score will be three-zip. Just for those of you keeping score at home. Okay, well, we'll, be, we'll pay attention. And if uh, Nebraska-Omaha actually takes a set off of them or takes two sets, uh, the Dean curse is undeniable. And speaking of Nebraska, that's where Michigan State men's basketball plays tonight at 9 o'clock. I can't, Nebraska's... Oh, that's a nice segue, Tim. Four, they've won four in a row. That's They're the playing better. Staff. They're playing better. They are. You know that Nebraska is yakking about, poss I don't believe it, is possibly making the NCAA tournament. 
Uh, they got to win out to do that. Well, that would make them 10 and 10 of the Big Ten. They got to win two this week to get to 500 in the Big Ten. But they would end with six straight conference wins, and they would make them, what, 17 and 14 going into the Big Ten tournament if they win two. I don't know who their final games with. At Iowa. Well, they got two tough games. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they're more likely to lose them than win them. But Iowa's going Indiana at what, tonight's that what tonight. it is? Yep. What if France stares down the You know, they had problems, the two coaches, the last time those two played at Iowa City. Oh, yeah, that'll be because juicy. Because Mike Woodson, the Indiana coach, when he wanted McCaffrey kicked out of the game. Well, yeah, he should have been kicked out of the game against Michigan State, in my opinion. All right, we'll get some human interest in a moment after the news. Stay with us. It's the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Is it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth. Yankees history. He began his career with the Yankees in 1982, playing for them his entire career before retiring in 1995. Mattingly filled the role after it had been vacant the previous two seasons. Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. There are so many reasons to get hooked on Church's 8 piece shrimp meal. It's dippable, crunchable, downright irresistible, and it starts at $5.99. The only catch, it's only... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AM. Welcome to the third and final hour of the Sparrow Stout on Sports, starring Tim Stout on the game, 7.30 a.m. Phone lines are open now on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-342-63, or you can send Tim an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Let's get back to the show. Here's the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. Hour number three this morning is brought to you by Capital Region International Airport. As we like to say, whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first. Non-stops Lansing to Orlando on Avello Air. Go to Avello Air, A-V-E-L-O, AvelloAir.com. They're all discount flights as well. Non-stops Apple Vacations, Lansing to the Caribbean. Google Apple Vacations and see for yourself. Whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first. Clarification on the Nebraska Outdoor volleyball triple header. Wayne State is playing. Wayne State of Nebraska. Oh, I didn't know there was a Wayne State of Nebraska. Not Wayne State, Michigan. Okay. All those teams Thank you in for there. clarifying. Uh, that sounds like a couple of 303030s, but uh, all the teams yeah. involved uh, on August 30th, the first outdoor in a football stadium, big time. Uh, I don't know if the small schools do it outside. Maybe they do. But uh, it'll be a uh, Omaha place, Nebraska. And that's the main match. Right. But the Wayne State is Wayne State of Nebraska. So there you go. And there are two Pure Green Smith three breaking sports moments. NFL teams are cutting name players. Former Detroit Lion Kelly Galladay, a $72 million contract with the New York Giants. Six catches last year. Yep. 
and he is he is being cut today by the uh, New York Giants. He's a free agent. The Giants saved some money on their salary cap. That's number one. Number two, the Detroit Red Wings this morning signed defenseman Jake Wallman to a three-year contract extension worth just over $10 million. Never heard of him. Average annual value of $3.4 million next, uh, starting next season. He would have been an unrestricted free agent after the season. That's the second uh, defenseman signing that uh, Steve Eiserman has made in the last couple of weeks. They signed Ole Mata to a two-year deal, what, last week or two weeks ago. Now they've got to get Larkin signed. Got to get Dylan Larkin signed. But I have heard of Marcus Mariota, who started the first 13 games at quarterback for the NFL Atlanta Falcons, and he got cut today. Oh, he's getting cut and today. And none of these guys okay. want to get paid, or they don't want to pay any of these guys if they don't win. It's Human Interest Time with Fred Human from Channel 10. Morning, Fred. Are you, are you there, Fred? I am, but you dropped out for a second. Yes, I'm here. Okay, you're here. So you were around Tom Izzo yesterday, and that was just a couple of days after uh, the loss at Iowa. So based off what you saw at Iowa and then being around him yesterday, and he had a very busy day yesterday before getting out to Nebraska last night, give us the skinny, you know, based, you know, different from what you saw of him, detected from him away from the cameras and the microphones heading into tonight's game at Nebraska. Well, I happened to see him coming off the elevator going to his press conference, and I went up to him and I said, how are you doing, Grummy? He says, no, I'm great. And then he did his quick press conference. I, you know, I think, uh, if truth be known, uh, I think that the last two minutes of that game were as stunning to him as it was to us and fans. I don't, I don't think he believes what he saw. Uh, he did say that they were shooting like, 50, you know, Five for 50 in three-point range the last week, and all of a sudden, everything they threw up, they hit. But I don't think you can let Michigan State quit off the hook. They were culpable of, of, you know, I don't think, I want to give Iowa credit, but I think it was more of a Michigan State collapse than anything to not inbound those balls cleanly, uh, although they did hit their free throws other than one. The one missed by A.J. Hogard was costly. You know, I think he feels that they threw this one away. He did admit in his press conference that it was one of his tougher defeats to accept, not that the stakes were as high as some of the other losses he's had over the years, but tougher to accept when you had that game absolutely in the bag and let it slip away. Uh, He was philosophical during his press conference, and I talked to him a little while on the phone after it about some other things. He was actually, uh, he did a very quick press conference, was apologetic. He sent his PR guy back afterward to apologize to all of us. Only Izzo does this because he had such a quick press conference. He had to get to Flint for the funeral of Miles Bridges' father. And Miles was just in town, in fact, sat right behind the bench a a week ago or so. His father died, and, and of course, Izzo felt he needed to be there. So even though he had practice and a flight to Lincoln, Nebraska, he snuck out to Flint for, you know, about half the funeral so he could uh, pay his respects and, and drove back, practiced, and then left in Nebraska. So I, I think, you know, I think he feels, and he said this, this isn't off the record, that this team has no margin for error. And when they make errors, it's going to hurt them. And, and, and they don't have, well, Tyson Walker has been a nice to-go guy, or go-to guy, if you will. And, and, and Aikens has played well in spots, and Hauser's had his best year. I still don't think they have that stud that can bail them. Remember the games Cassius Winston won no. all by himself? They don't have that alpha dog on this team right now, and I think that hurts them. I don't think they had it. Well, the last two years, they've lost 13 games. Each of the last two years, they have 11 now. 
And even if they win yeah. two this week and don't win the Big Ten tournament and don't win the NCAA tournament, they got 13 losses again for a third year in a row. Take yeah, they're for, at, yeah, they're at 11 right now. They're yeah. at 11. Take it for whatever it's worth. Uh, and I, I was told yesterday that, believe me, he is biting his tongue on the anger that he has towards the Big Ten over this Minnesota cancellation. You would know more about it than I do. Well, not really. Uh, you know, we haven't talked off the record much on it. He said what he said. You know, he came out last week. He was very angry that he didn't know anything. This was Thursday. He felt, my goodness, can't they make any determination by now? Uh, he did defend the coaches involved. He defended Steve Peichel publicly yesterday because some of the, as he calls, Twitter idiots were blaming Steve Peichel for not moving his game. He doesn't hold him responsible at all. He says the Minnesota coach has reached out several times and told him how much he wants to help him and play this game. He's angry at the Big Ten office for the way it was handled. Now, what goes into that, I don't really know. He did admit yesterday, kind of in consolation, that I'm upset at the way they handled it, but maybe they had no options. Maybe there weren't enough options, and it is what it is. I think inside, yeah, he is angry. He is angry that this isn't resolved, that they couldn't find a date to play this game. Uh, because he's now going to be one short in a season where he could really use this game. And who's kidding who? He's not going to say it. It's a home game against Minnesota, right? I mean, that should be a win for the Spartans, right? Who's kidding who? And so he loses that game. It's not like they're losing the Purdue game, okay? They're losing Minnesota at home, so that costs them a victory. And, yeah, I'm sure that does grind him a little more than he's saying. Now, I'm surprised that, uh, frankly, uh, you know, knowing you and your reputation dating back to 1850, that you seem to be a proponent from the early uh, views you've had of the pitch clock and spring training in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, I'm all in. Uh, I was all in last year when I watched the Lugnuts game. I think you watched a couple of games, and I was all in when I saw it. When I heard about it, the old school in me, I said, it was pitch clock, ridiculous. The charm of this game is it doesn't have a clock. But when I saw it in action at some minor league games last year, and I saw how pitchers would just take them out and hit, hitters would step in the box and they'd play the game, you don't need all these delays that we've been accustomed to for the last 50 years. And to use your terminology, Willie Mays and Hank Aaron, they didn't. They didn't step out of the batter's box every pitch and, and adjust their batting gloves and walk around. And as Al Kaline said in the interview the other day that you ran in Stout on Sports, that was taped 28 years ago when he said, a batter steps out of the box and looks at the third base coach when it's 0-2. What are you looking at the coach for? Swing the bat. And, and I think that there's an element of that coming back. So watching it this weekend and watching one game, I actually happen to be watching, the sick as I am, the Atlanta Braves-Boston Red Sox game live with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth inning. Game tied 6-6, 3-2 count on the batter. And the umpire pointed at his clock and said, strike three, innings over. The game ended in a tie. Obviously, the umpires have been told by league authorities, enforce this, enforce this hard, get the players and pitchers used to it. And more than just the pitchers, I think the nice thing has been it gets the hitters to get in the box and get in there and hit. I don't think that, hey, there are a certain amount, baseball doesn't need me. They got me. Baseball is losing some fans because of how long it takes to play the games. Now, part of me says you either love the game or you don't. If you don't love it, there's nothing they're going to do 
that's going to make you love it. But even you, old codger, came around this weekend. You said you saw some spring baseball and you liked it, right? I didn't turn away because in the office yesterday we had the Seattle uh, Mariners, Chicago White Sox. They were on the uh, so I'm watching on the wall. Yeah, ESPN showed the Cardinals Mets game in what, Port St. Lucie. Well, I, well, I mean the, the the catcher throws it back. He stays in his crouch. He gives you the one thing is these pitchers can't rub up the ball. Then the one guy went back to clean his spikes and rub the ball at the same time, but he did it in a hurry. Oh wow! And the batter did not get out. He gets it and throws it. Gets it and throws it. You know they'll foul him off or they'll swing and miss or it's a ball or whatever. But what I noticed myself is there really isn't a moment where you take your eyes away because the guy's going to throw it again. He's going to throw it again. Now, I don't have all the intricacies down of what you're allowed to do throwing to first base. That, or, or stepping off or whatever. Well, you you are, got, I mean, there is discretion, but so, not a whole so lot. So I'm watching last time, telling my wife, said, so, so I said, okay, now see, this guy's on seconds, and now he's got 20 seconds, which makes sense to me. But, right, with runners on base, yeah. But to me, you get the same action. So I'm watching the review. So Mike Greenberg on ESPN, he just loves it. Okay, then I'm watching Kornheiser and Wilbon on PTR. They just love the I think what it will do for that, this is just me, Fred. I, and I think that in conjunction with this, you tell me if you agree, the top Tigers moving up the starting time to 6.40 on weeknight games with that pitch clock. You're going to get people on weeknights that might go to more games because you're going to get home at a far more reasonable hour than a 7.10 start with no pitch clock, and you can comment on that. Yeah, I, I don't have anything, any problem with that. I think games all go too late. I wish I wish the leaders of Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred would, would realize that this could be some magic for the postseason, too, because for 25 years, all these postseason games, they stay, they start at 8. They really don't start till 8, 25. They don't end until 12, 30, or 1 in the morning. Nobody sees it. I mean, some sickies like me stay up to watch, but even common baseball fans don't stay up that late to watch World Series and playoff games. They ought to move the starting times to 6.40 to all those games, and the heck with the advertisers. But, of course, you have to police the advertisers, and, and, and those games need to end earlier. So I, I think everything that's happening with all the new rules, and I'm like you, I don't know all the intricacies of all of them. I think they're all good. I still don't like placing a guy on second base in extra innings, but I'm over that. If they want to do that, so be it. It still sounds like too much of a summer soft, slow-pitch softball league rule to me. I don't like it. But I'm used to it. It's okay. It doesn't. It's not a deal breaker. I think all the rules they've done this year, and I commend baseball for at least trying to make their game faster because they're losing fans. And so I think everything they've done is 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 been a win-win so far. We'll see how it plays on to the regular season. All right. Before I let you go, you knew him better than I did. I knew him. I didn't know him like you knew him. Uh, but a lot was made over the weekend about the passing of Detroit sportscaster Don Shane. It had been uh, 11 years since he had retired at age 59 after a very long career at WXYZ, the ABC affiliate in Detroit. He was with Bo for shows on uh, when Bo retired and so on and so forth. You knew him better than I did. He you know, and and I when when we mentioned this on the air last week, I, I didn't have all the details other than I remember clearly that his health issues seemed, if I remember correctly, began when he got wiped out on a sideline play at a Michigan football game in Ann Arbor. If you can fill in any details from there, well, I don't have any factual evidence that that that's related. His health did go down. He did take a really bad hit on the sidelines. There's been conjecture 
that that was the beginning of the end for him and the beginning of his health fall. I have not heard that from anybody close to him or medically that there is a connection. He did develop an early stage, um, even while he was on the air, early stages of uh, Parkinson's disease. And it affected his speech on the air to where I think it was a little embarrassment for him in the station. This guy was always, you know, he had the vocabulary down. He was energetic. He was good with words. And he started to slur some words. And then he retired and moved uh, out of state. And then we have a very mutual, very good friend named Reggie Hall, who was his producer and was my producer way back at Channel 2 and was one of my very best friends of life. And Reggie died suddenly at the wheel of a car. And I went to that funeral, and Don was there. He flew in from out of town. And he had, he had by that time, I had not seen him in several years, by that time he had Parkinson's really bad. I mean, really bad. It was noticeable. His hands were shaking. His head was moving. It didn't even look like the same person. Now, that's seven, eight years ago, and I was told in asking about him from people who know him better than I do that his health was declining. Then he developed uh, Alzheimer's, um, and he was living by himself. They took his phone away, and actually, Tom Izzo called me about him yesterday because he had heard, and he wanted to know exactly like you what happened, and I told him all that I knew. Uh, just what I just told you, that his health had been declining. And sadly, in retirement, he didn't have really any enjoyment. He had no quality of life, which is sadder to me than even his passing, that when he retired, a guy that gave all he did to this industry and his profession, he put all of that into it and didn't get to enjoy retirement and died at 70. I got a text from my daughter who said, Dad, don't work all your life, okay? <laughs> well, and maybe your kid said you the same thing, but... Uh, uh, he had no enjoyment in retirement, and, and, and frankly, his passing was a blessing because he'd been suffering for a long time. Well, the, um, excuse me, when I think of the iconic Detroit figures now in sports through the years who have passed, from Dave Diles to Al Ackerman, okay, to Frank Beckman, now to Don Shane, and yet what, uh, didn't you tell me the other day that uh, good old Ray Lane just celebrated his 93rd birthday, and Jerry Green's now, what, 92 or 93 or 94, whatever it is, so there were a few of going back in our past all these years that are still with us, but uh, you know, but in the recent years now, between Don Shane and Frank Beckman, they're gone. Yeah, and then just one more note on Shane. The one thing he did, and I worked against him in the field. We were competitors. The last two years I worked with him at Channel 7, and I'll, I'll say one thing. He never mailed it in. He always, always worked. He gave it everything he had. He was at events. He was out and about. Uh, he had a lot of energy and gave a lot to his job and gained a lot of respect in that market for his years there, and I respect him for that. I really do. Absolutely. All right. Uh, thanks for the time. See you this afternoon. Fred gives everything he's got, too. Uh, you know, the, uh, toward that point, the fear is that if you retire from this and you enjoy it, you can do it. Do you lapse into bad habits like my dad, where, in my opinion, that hurt his health as opposed to staying in, in, you know, working till the bitter end? I think there's two ways to look at that. I think that you can be active and healthy because you're, what is it, Brock, uh, Henry Nelson tells us, make sure you're still, who's 100 years old, yep. who's still active, giving concerts and all that, make sure your mind is occupied with what you do. My, I've got more fear of retiring, <laughs> frankly, than the other way around, uh, simply because what are the habits you're going to get into whereas if you you know you're busy today brock's busy today 
I'm kind of busy today. But nonetheless, um, I wanted to ask uh, Fred about Don. I knew Don. I did, but, you know, I didn't see him as often. You know, he and Bernie Smilovitz weren't together very. I was with him at the 87 Rose, 88 Rose Bowl game. And Bernie had just arrived in Detroit. And, you know, like you say, Fred, it's a competitive industry, you know, especially if those across from you have been there a long time. If they haven't been around very long in the market or whatever, you don't pay much attention to it. But those who are your colleagues who've been around a long time, out of the respect for their longevity. And I think through the years, you know, Bernie and Don Shane were up against it. They were completely different personalities. You were around both of them. Yeah, I worked for both of them. They were different birds, but you know, <laughs> I'll give them both credit. They both lasted a lot longer than I did in Detroit. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So they did something right. But yeah, they were diff- they were different characters. But there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I'm with you. I'm more scared of retirement than I am of not retiring. I'm all with you there. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll go to break. That's a human interest, human touch. Fred will be with you tonight at 11:20 with all the basketball, with all the late Michigan State, Nebraska, and all that, and a whole lot more as we begin March madness tomorrow this is the final day of february today you're listening to the uh, tuesday sparrow stout on sports and we're right back These are such exciting times for everyone associated with the iDevelopment Company, a factor in mid-Michigan success for years and years. Nathaniel Ide is here to tell us more about it. It's another big year, isn't it, Nathaniel? Thanks, Tim. Things are great. We're now known as iDevelopment. You can find us at iDevelopment.com. That's iDevelopment.com for any of your needs. It's for commercial, residential, industrial. In particular, look at downtown Lansing. We're seeing in our NAPS building, we're seeing the, the Lansing Art Gallery has gone in, a, a new great place called Sweet Encounters, which is a gluten-free bakery that serves all sorts of different food and has cooking classes. You're watching the resurgence of downtown, and, and we want anyone who wants to be a part of it to come join us. I Development and I.com. It's such a great company that has served mid-Michigan so well in so many ways for so many years. Remember, for help eye development serving you every day. Infinity Chiropractic serving our area for 40 years under the ownership of Dr. Harry Satimi. Their offices cover the area between East Lansing, St. Joe Highway, and Lansing and Grand Ledge. They're always accepting new patients. They welcome patients of all ages and enjoy caring for infants, children, expectant mothers, and families. Stop in at any of the three offices and be sure to find a family. You'll see they're having their spines checked and fixed. A total of six chiropractors between the three offices. Infinity Chiropractic. Welcome back to the Harrison Roadhouse and the Nut House, two dining staples in Greater Lansing, both on Michigan Avenue. Go enjoy the Harrison Roadhouse for any Michigan State event coming up. You'll love the Harrison Roadhouse. Been around for years. Dewey Bramson's turned that place into a monster sensation, right? Just like he's done it with the Nut House downtown right across the ballpark in the Lansing Center. Beggar's Banquet is there for you as well. Great places for dining fun for everyone. The Roadhouse, the Nut House, and Beggar's Banquet for you seven days a week. Another big year is here at Pure Green Smith Tree. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111 to get your quote for the new lawn program before the schedule is full. The new Lawn Plus program provides a soil test as a first step, taking lawn care results to a new level. Hey, hurry, don't miss out. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111. What a great company. And for problems with trees, Pure Green Smith Tree to the rescue. Again, at 703 703- 
1111. The WVFN High School Basketball Player of the Week is brought to you by Wayne Lacey and Shamak Mortgage, by Doubting Industries, and by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. This week's winner is Janae. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Law in East Lansing. Abood Law understands it's essential to get an attorney involved in your legal issues as early as possible. If you're dealing with legal problems, contact Andrew Abood and his great staff at Abood Law in East Lansing immediately, and you'll get the help that you need and can depend on. Abood Law, we heartily endorse Andrew Abood, Abood Law, 332-5900. If you love golf and you just want a casual, easy, fun nine holes, and you've been around here a while, Indian Hills and Okemos is exactly that. But the big thing about Indian Hills is Sam and JC do club repair, and nobody in the area does club repair like Indian Hills does all year long. The phone number is 349-1010. They'll either make you a club from scratch or they'll repair the ones you have and give you good advice. And then go try it out on the nice, easy nine-hole layout. Indian Hills and Okemos, 349-1010. The official printer of Stout on Sports, the best printer, best print shop I've seen in the area, ASAP Printing, in Okemos, West Jolly Road on the strip mall just off Okemos Road. Ed Giles got it. It's easy to find. You park right in front. It's clearly marked. 349-7300 with any questions. ASAP Printing. All right. If you need signage for getting your people back to work, Florida Cal's, informational posters, yard signs, banners, all that because of the pandemic or anything, that's ASAP Printing where no job is too big or too small in Okemos. At Smokin' Pig Barbecue, Elmwood Plaza across from the Lansing Mall, Brian Tork and Gabe Jones, are they excited with their news. They're telling you about the now being constructed Pig Pen Bar, which is essentially a sports bar, which is being added and should be available in time for March Madness with 40 seats and 10 big screen TVs. Now, until that time comes, the Smoking Pig Barbecue still has the best barbecue anywhere in the area. But it's going to be a great March Madness with the new additions at Smoking Pig Barbecue. And in Williamston, it's the Berkshire Inn, where Dave and Melissa say we've got some great job opportunities for you for 2023. Call them at 655-4694. And Fridays are now prime rib day and all-you-can-eat fish fry night at Berkshire Inn, okay? The big day's on Friday now through the rest of the year. Realtors who get results, the big realtors that we always recommend over anyone else anywhere in the area for years and years and years. John Munn's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan cell phone 282-6781. More good suggestions for you from the Sparrow Stout on Sports. From the White Law PLLC Studios, Lansing Sports Leader, the game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. I guess the Driven Collision story of the day is the anticipation this final week of the Big Ten men's basketball regular season uh, is Michigan State-Nebraska tonight at 9 o'clock. That's after the Iowa at Indiana game. Iowa coming in off its Saturday improbable win over Michigan State. And when Iowa and Indiana met earlier in Iowa City, there were a lot of fireworks in that game. And Fran McCaffrey, the fiery Iowa coach, was involved in that to the extent that Indiana's 
coach Mike Woodson openly said he needs to be thrown out of the game, which probably didn't endear each other. And uh, uh, Indiana, I believe, if I remember correctly, did Indiana uh, or did I, I? I guess I don't remember. Maybe Iowa won that game, but at any rate, they played Indiana tonight. So that's mm-hmm. another tough game. I mean, it's just another close, brutally tough game. And then the, the second game tonight is Michigan State at Nebraska. I mean, obviously, is Nebraska going to play as well as it has been playing? Uh, Nebraska is currently 15-14 and 14 on the season. And after its typically slow start, Brock, that, you know, it was 4-8 and eight in the Big Ten. Now it's 8-10 and 10 in the Big Ten with two games this week. And what, you told me Nebraska plays at Iowa to end the regular uh, season? Yes. So uh, can Nebraska get to 10 and 10? And if Nebraska gets to 10 and 10, to be perfectly dead honest with you, does that put the Coach Fred Hoiberg into the discussion for Big Ten Coach of the Year? I don't know why it wouldn't. Mm. I think you got to win them all, win out. But and they do that, I think, prior to the Big Ten tournament. They do it what the Monday after the regular season is over. They do. Yeah. It's prior to the Big Ten tournament because the women's awards are coming out uh, this week because the women's Big Ten tournament begins tomorrow in Minneapolis. Correct. I think they're going to have record low attendance for that in Minneapolis. Record low attendance. We not, talked about that yesterday. Not that they ever drew that many in Indianapolis, to be perfectly honest with you, unless Purdue or Indiana were in the field. And usually, Purdue and Indiana women's basketball was never as good. Now, if the women's tournament was in Indianapolis, with Indiana's women's team as good as it is, uh, rank two, three, whatever yeah. they are, yeah. and the Big Ten champion, well, then you'd have more people in the stands. But sending that to Minneapolis makes absolutely no sense. to me. I would do it on campus sites to yep, begin I with. I agree. I would do it right on campus sites to begin with, but they don't do that. And they're going to find that they've got a lot of effort in to see television pictures of the women's Big Ten tournament this week with empty stands, which does nothing to me to promote the game the way they want to promote it. What they need is to have the pictures of the Indiana-Iowa game from Iowa Sunday, where the place was packed and making a racket. But that's not the way it works. Pelican Water Hotline in Lansing. Joe is on the Tuesday Sparrows out on sports. Good morning. Hey, Tim. Uh, so, like, uh, the bubble teams are starting to play. Like, North Carolina is playing good. They, they probably played themselves. And Kentucky is playing much better. And we're playing like dog poop. So, if we lose to Nebraska... And don't really do good. I mean, I'm just wondering where, where we. Well, I, I don't. Where I don't agree with that. Indy, Michigan State beat Indiana at home here the other night and State's scored solidly in. They in, scored 101 everywhere. points and uh, on the road. I mean, did they have an unfortunate end of the game? Yeah, I don't think they're playing like dog poop at all. I mean, I you know, I think they're. A they very, shot the ball very well. 59%, I mean, they, they, I mean, they scored more points than they've scored. I mean, did, did they make some mistakes that obviously cost them in a bizarre? finish yeah they did that in one game um and on the road i don't uh, look these road games none of these teams play for beans on let's be honest i mean they lost in michigan they lost they're different teams at home and away now they're favored narrowly tonight at nebraska and i think it's an absolute i think it's real simple who shoots the best I think basketball is a lot easier to analyze than all these other so-called experts say. I, I think it's real easy. I mean, if you put it in the basket, you're going to score points with a better chance to win. If you miss, then it makes it a lot tougher. Go look at all these games where, boy, the ball went in at the end, and that's a win at the buzzer, and a missed, and it's a you know, it's a loss. But yeah, I think tonight's yeah. going to be very tough because I don't know what to expect out of Nebraska. You know, I mean, I don't. I think Nebraska is more athletic in Iowa, and I think they're quicker in Iowa. But I don't think Iowa or Nebraska's got the shooters that Iowa has. 
So yeah, we'll so, find out. All right, thanks, Jim. Thank uh, you. you know, one way or the other. Nine o'clock. Then, of course, the Saturday game with Ohio State. Uh, that one is uh, at uh, noon on Saturday, the so-called Senior Day. Been a long, tough, emotional year in a variety of different ways. Who do you like tonight, State or Nebraska? I'll take State. Tight. It's going to be close. I agree. I mean, I, 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 I the, the the fear I have for State has nothing to do with their attitude. I don't have, although I do think fatigue on the second game of a tight road trip, the way they've done it, could be an issue, especially late, depending on how many players they play. But I don't think they're going to shoot nearly as well as they did Saturday at Iowa, just simply because no team follows up the kind of shooting numbers they had on a back-to-back deal, especially when you're playing on the road. But that's where they play the game. So, at any rate, that's that's what we got coming up tonight. And the and the first game, there'll be fireworks in that game. Iowa, Indiana, there'll be fireworks in that game. You got two volatile coaches in Indiana. You know, Indiana's coming off a big win at Purdue, now, they, which surprised the heck out of me. I mean, does that carry over after coming off a big loss in Michigan State? So, which Indiana team shows up? That's I mean, which Indiana team shows up? And when you get these rankings, are these rankings, how do you base those? Because when they go on a road, they're not nearly as good. You know, Florida State's not very good. And North Carolina last night had all they could do to get out of there with a win. It's just amazing to me the influence that home gyms have, especially in big-time college basketball. But they do, whether it's enough tonight. Michigan State, uh, their quality dairy stats in road games in the Big Ten this year, they're 3-6 and six on the road and 6-2 and two at home. That gets them to 9-8. and eight. But that one fewer win, which they would have got over in Minnesota playing at home, is going to affect their seating clearly yep. in the Big Ten tournament, which begins next week in Chicago. On we go. And this is the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 730 a.m. WVFN. Coming up in 20 minutes here on WVFN, it is Detroit Tigers spring training baseball as they uh, are at Dunedin, Florida, playing the Toronto Blue Jays. Then at 4, offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. And then at 645, Red Wings hockey at the Ottawa Senators. Over on 1240 WGIM at 8 o'clock tonight and a, 12, and a Classic Rack 94.9 MMQ, it is Michigan State men's basketball as they are at Nebraska. And that's what's on tap. The game, 730 a.m. WVFN. Hi, I'm Lucas Shaw with the DBI Office Outlet. Is working from home not working for you? It's time to ditch the kitchen chair. The Office Outlet is the only locally owned Laurel Diamond showroom in mid-Michigan. We offer a great selection of affordable new and used office furniture that you can try before you buy. With more than 2,400 Laurel products to choose from, we can help customize your space to meet your unique needs. All of our new products are backed by Laurel's warranty so you can rest assured your investment is protected. Laurel products offer high quality and design at a more affordable price. The Office Outlet is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Our showroom is located at 516 North Arch in downtown Lansing. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to deanjobs.com to apply and learn more. 
No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to deanjobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S dot com. Culver's in the Eastwood Town Center. You always mention Stout on Sports at that one location. You always get 10% off. Open 1030 to 10. You can even call in advance to have your order delivered to you curbside right on time. No waiting in line at 374-1301. Okay? You'll love all the different options you have from Culver's, especially at this time of the year when you want to use the drive through Culver's has been red hot. Again, call in advance with your order at Culver's in the Eastwood Town Center, 374-1301. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. There's never a bad time to enjoy Melting Moments ice cream sandwiches. Available at every Michigan State University event, sports or otherwise. And how about for a special occasion, you rent their ice cream rental carts. They're spectacular. All you have to do is Google Melting Moments ice cream sandwiches. They're available, okay, in the cases at 7-Eleven and all the quality dairy stores. It's the special treat any time of the year that's spectacular. Who doesn't love Melting Moments ice cream sandwiches? sandwiches. If you're considering any interior remodeling and you want to create a great space for hosting such as kitchens, primary baths, finished basements and the like, you're welcome. I heartily endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and what a terrific job they did for us in all of 10 work days on a massive new deck. Custom-built has a full-service design and remodel-proven process. Their plan is for you to dream, then they design and build. Online, check custombuilt.com, a great local company in Okemos of Michael Flory to serve you. This hour is sponsored by Capital Region International Airport. As we like to say, whatever you can do it, fly Lansing first with non-stops to Florida, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere. And check out Google Apple Vacations for the nonstop trips to the warm Caribbean, nonstop from Lansing. Much less expensive parking in a neat, clean, safe environment. Get through security much quicker and more efficiently. Lansing is proud of its airport. See for yourself. And during the cold weather, Apple Vacations. Google it nonstop to the Caribbean. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3 including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and & Light and & Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. All right, speaking of melting moments, ice cream sandwiches, don't forget they're available in the freezer case at all of the quality dairy stores around mid-Michigan. Take a moment, enjoy March Madness or any time of the year, especially when it's warm in the summer. And we always remind you about insurance help. Everybody looks at insurance help constantly because it is always something to pay attention to. Evan Wilson is our guy. Climaxinsurance.com is the website. His phone number is 816-2000. You get a gift card from him just to let him see what he can do for you. 
ClimaxInsurance.com and hit the request a quote button and you're on your way. The Game, 730 AM. Streaming the best at nonstop sports talk now for all of Lansing and the free Game 730 AM app. Tap, Tap in today. On we go in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. The Detroit News is reporting this morning that in the news in the NFL is former Detroit Lions head coach Matt Patricia. I didn't know, Brock, that he was let go after the season by the New England Patriots. You know, he had spent six years as defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and then the Lions picked him off as head coach, where his record was 13-29-1. and one. Okay? Yes, and, and that, by the way, the, uh, the, uh, t- the Lions are still paying him and Bob Quinn until March 15th. This year? Yes, that's then, the because they fired him with two years to go, and uh, they'll be done at uh, on March. 15th. So he went back to uh, the New England Patriots as offensive coordinator, and the Detroit News calls that a disaster. So they let him go. I didn't know that. I thought he and Belichick were tight enough; they'll find something for him to do. But he was let go. So Patricia interviewed for the defensive coordinator's job with the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton, but didn't get the job. But Payton now is saying, according to the Detroit News, we just got here, Patricia and I are going to talk this week, and I would not rule out some kind of a job for him on our staff. If that were to possibly come to fruition, it would be for a few different things. He says uh, he wants to talk to him. Uh, so, at any rate, uh, whether I didn't realize Patricia had been. Did you know that, that he was let go? As off? I knew that they were changing coordinators, yep. but I didn't know that yeah. he was being let go by the entire organization of the New England Patriots because I thought he and Belichick were closer than that. Uh, but at any rate, uh, so it sounds as if there's possibly an opportunity for him to join the staff as an assistant coach of the Denver Broncos with a new head coach, Sean Payton. So I guess we watch how that play out. And didn't the Lions get a lot of criticism when they let Kenny Galladay get away? They, uh, oh, yeah, because they didn't re-sign him. Well, seventy-two million. I don't know how much of that money the Giants ended up paying you, but they've cut him after just catching six passes. That he was always hurt all the time as well. Yeah, and then he was not happy that he didn't get the ball. Blah blah blah. So, are we looking at the Chicago Bears, who have the first pick in the draft, exchanging places with Houston? So that Houston's Texans can get the quarterback that they want for their new head coach. The Bears would go second and, of course, get another pick besides that to make the deal. And then Mel Kuyper, ESPN's guru, he claims the Bears will make another trade to trade down even further. Mm. And there have only been two trades of the first pick in the NFL draft in 25 years. More quality dairy stats for you. Yeah. So, any rate, the, and this is the week of the NFL Combine. Now, does it go all week long? I think it, yeah, here, hang on, let me look. And if I remember correctly, the quality dairy numbers, there are two Michigan State players at the NFL Combine. You have to be invited to be a part participate and there are nine Michigan football yep, players it's a week long starts today it actually starts today and runs through next Monday so we got one week in Indy there you go at uh, Lucas, uh, Lucas Oil, Oil Stadium, Stadium. indoors yeah. yep. and uh, you have to be invited so there are nine Michigan players were invited two Michigan State players well Behringer's one and Jaden Reed I think's the other one the Jalen receiver Reed, yeah uh, Jalen Reed's the other uh, th- those are the two Michigan they both played the senior ball they did and they both got invited and both of them had good senior balls now how they do at the combine and who picks them off I would think Behringer would be somebody who's going to get drafted and I think he will be an enormous 
hole for Michigan State this fall. They'll, all you're going to hear about are the new guys on the defense and offense. But to me, losing that punter, who averaged 50 yards a punt, the number one punting stat in America last fall, uh, who changed field position more often than not? I don't know who the replacement's going to be, but I'll bet he doesn't come close That's to averaging. One of the fit. things they got to figure I mean, out. You yep. could, the new punter could be an, an, a 15 yard penalty per se every time he has to punt the ball compared to a year ago because he mm-hmm. might average 15 yards shorter than what Berenger. And he did. still might be effective, but yeah, he might be effective. I mean, who knows? We'll have to. But Berenger, to me, he was. I mean, I thought he was an enormous weapon. You go three and out, and you change field position, and now the defense gets the whole field, you know, to protect. But we'll see. And and we have no dates in here for Michigan State spring practice. Michigan well, we still don't know. We, we, Michigan State has said nothing at all formally relative to what the dates are with spring practice. Michigan is spring practicing now. It's week two. And Michigan's spring wind-up, whatever you call that practice game, whatever in the stadium, is in on April 1st. There's not a time set the, for the, that yet. I think it's 12 noon. Uh, I've not seen that because the Big Ten Network yep. sets that. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. Because yeah, but, that's going to yeah, be carried yeah. live one yeah. way or the other. Next week, uh, we observe our 30th anniversary of the Sparrow Stout on Sports. It was not always the Sparrow Stout on Sports. That's going to be one year young uh, coming up in a few weeks that Sparrow's been with us with the naming rights on the program. But nonetheless, it'll mark our 30th anniversary on March 8th. But on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Mar- uh, Wednesday next week, March 6th, 7th, and 8th, we have giveaways to callers for those three days. I don't have all of the exact giveaways because our sponsors are, you know, collating and putting everything together. But I do know uh, that our grand prize that we'll give away from the callers Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday combined will be a round-trip airplane flight for two on Avello Airlines, Lansing, Orlando, back to Lansing. You must use it by June 30th. But one of you will get a round-trip airline flight for two between Lansing and Orlando on Avello Airlines. So we are giving that away, but we have other gifts that we're giving away. We're also efforting several special interviews with new people uh, and the uh, former longtime guests and so on and so forth. So we're looking forward to all that next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And the Culligan Water Hotline in Lansing, Tim's on the Tuesday. Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? Uh, do you think Susie Merchant will be back next year? And I'll take it off the air. Thank you. That came up in the offices. We came I up. think she will. I have no way of knowing other than the fact uh, she's been out of the headlines because of the other headlines at Michigan State the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. So her story did not resonate in the news. But she's going to end up, I mean, there's no reason to believe now she's going to the Big Ten tournament. No, not at this point. So that means she will have ended up missing essentially nine to ten games, right? And mm-hmm. uh, virtually the last third of the entire season with no word whatsoever of any formality coming out about her story. In fact, it doesn't even come up anymore in the news reporting because the coach is Dean Lockwood. It's as simple as that because this story never gets any traction anymore because I think of the length of it. Uh, I wouldn't want to speculate on that because, I, I, you know, when it initially happened, she was she be back for the next game? You know, will she be back the next week? And you're, you're left to endless speculation one way or the other. Well, now, since the events of the university of the last couple of weeks, that story got pushed into the background where it doesn't even come up anymore. Plus the team, even though I told you they'd won most of their games at the end. All you had to do was look at the schedule. They didn't play. The, the only, they played one good team and lost. That was Maryland. They won the other four. Okay, beat Penn State twice, went to Wisconsin one, 
And that, and then what? They went to Illinois. Barely beat Minnesota. Now, if they'd have gone to Purdue, that game got canceled. That'd have been a tough one to win. Yes, but we'll never know because the game got wiped out, not got made up. And they're what fifteen and thirteen. They like are. That? But even if they they play Nebraska, I believe at noon on Thursday, twelve thirty at the Big Ten tournament. Yep. But the winner gets Indiana. Yeah. So you're talking for either one of them, Nebraska or Michigan State. Let's just say it's arduous. Then after, so if, let's give them, give them Nebraska, even though they didn't beat them the last time they played them. But but even if they, you know, you figure they're going to end up with no better than sixteen and fourteen. Yeah. Now whether that gets them to the motivates WNIT. them to try to play something else or not, I have no way of knowing that yeah, one don't way. Yeah, I mean, like I say, Michigan State has not said one single. The only thing that came out was the initial announcement: she was in an accident. And was going to miss the game the next day. That's all they said. Then she put out a statement thanking yep. people for their support, yep. and she just was hoping to get better. And that's been weeks ago. And now what? Her sh- what? Her shows <laughs> finishing up. It's either the, today's either the last show or the next to last show. So whether, but I, but they're they're very tight. You know, those coaches they don't say much. They just go coach a game, and that's that. What's going to happen in the future with that whole? set up and you know you can't re- I, I don't know like I say for me to speculate one way or the other would be simply that however the longer time goes the more speculation would re- I mean everybody wishes her well I mean it's you know that's that's no mystery right there everyone likes her how it's going to play out remains to be seen so I'll see you on the live stream WILX.com hit the live stream about 335 or 40 today Crystal will join us for that we are always on 10 minutes get you updated see you on the news at 620 Fred's got the late show show tonight. Uh, two Big Ten men's basketball games tonight. They're both crucial key games. Iowa at Indiana at 7, followed by Michigan State at Nebraska. So you got that. Stay tuned now for ESPN Radio. Nope, Pro- uh, Tiger Spring Training playing Toronto and Dedeen oh, today. Did they end up winning over the... I watched. A, no, they got beat last night. And by the way, you had on the same time last night on TV, Yankees, Red Wings, Pistons. All at the same time on three different TV outlets. Because Major League Baseball Network had the Yankees and Tigers. And Tigers. Yeah, in Tampa. They yeah. had them on at the same time. At any rate, so I guess we're carrying Tiger Baseball. We are. Alright, so there you go. We'll be back tomorrow. Wednesday's always a busy day here. we got more guests, more surprises. Who knows what the lead story will be. The sun is finally out in mid-Michigan today, so you go and enjoy that. You've been listening to the Sparrow Stout on Sports on Lansing Sports Station. The game 7.30 a.m. It's the home of the local shows in the area for Brock and Tim. And I'm Tim, and he's Brock. We'll have a great day with you, and we'll be back tomorrow. You join us then at 10.05 for the Wednesday Sparrow Stout on on sports. So long. I'm Will Teeman, and welcome to the Michigan Sports Brief for Tuesday, February the 20th, brought to you by Frank and Muth Insurance. Start a frank conversation about your insurance with one of our local independent agents by visiting fminest.com. For the past decade, every fall, there have been some amazing things happening on the campus of Ferris State University. And it all began when the Bulldogs hired a veteran coach by the name of Tony Anise. More on that in just a moment. Let's be frank. Your home, vehicles, business, and life are a lot like sports. The unexpected can happen at any time. Insurance may be the last thing on your mind, and that's okay. It's the first thing on ours every day. You can depend on Lake Michigan Insurance Agency and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to be on your team. 
Visit Lake Michigan Insurance Agency today at www.lmcu.org. Tony Indies, for roughly 20 seasons, was one of the state of Michigan's most successful high school football coaches. He won 83% of his games, plus three state championships. Then it was off to Grand Rapids Community College. In three seasons there, he won two national JUCO crowns. So then Ferris State took a shot on a head coach with no NCAA football coaching experience. The results... Back-to-back Division II, National Football Championships, and four straight appearances in the National Semifinals. So, what has been the key to Tony Onisa's success? Well, our four core values are faith, order, love, and discipline. And uh, that that stands for fold. And being in the fold, in the fold at Ferris State means we're intertwined together. And, and that, you know, sounds like corny and things of that sort, but we... Uh, you know, started with that as our basic principles of, of how we we're going to structure our program. Um, and, and then love being the most important. I always say love is the catalyst of our greatness. And uh, we just want to be, like, extraordinarily connected with the, the men that we coach and, and, you know, make a profound impact on their lives. And being a high school head coach for 22 years and being a high school teacher for 25 years, I understood that uh, – you know, you really got to be invested in young people, and you, it, it's really, um, you know, servant leadership. And so philosophically, that's how we've tried to be here at Ferris. We've copied probably a high school model more than a college model. Um, but, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, people in the facility all the time. Our players are sitting in, in our coaches' offices visiting, hanging out. And that's kind of how we built it. Um, I know that seems weird, but... Uh, uh, that's our culture. And as always, we have been brought to you by Frank and Muth Insurance. DBI, we do office. Hello, my name is Nikki. I am the sales manager at DBI. We've been providing office essentials to our customers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.